from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Ryan James here to talk about how to escape America, and we're also going to talk about the Nintendo Mini. Oh yeah, and Fire Emblem. Lots of stuff to talk about. Welcome, New Galaxy! We got 18 games, asterisk. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 243, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourselves, which is us, and we are your hosts. I'm Trey, what the fuck is Cloud Gaming Johnson? And I'm Jeremy, still stuck in hell, Mikowski. I'm Johnny Okun Knitter. And this week we have a special guest. What's up? I'm Ryan. Also, what is Cloud Gaming James? <laughs> Hey Ryan, how's it going, man? It's been uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. I think uh, I think the last time I saw you in person was when I when I went to L.A. with uh, Jesse White, the Secretary of State, and uh, you were the only my only L.A. friend to come out and hang out with me, and I very much appreciated it. That's right, that's right. I actually totally <laughs> forgot about that. We went yeah. to uh, pretty much we went to college together, so you know it's been like uh, since two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we've lived in the same city. Yeah. And, uh, I, I've talked, you know, Brian, Brian Dressel has been on the show as well, and I mentioned it to him, but you guys were actually a big influence on this podcast because, uh, you were pretty much my only friends that I knew of that had a podcast. So it, like, inspired me to start my own podcast and all that. So, so after the hype was a big, was a big thing just because I didn't really, I don't know, podcasts were such a new thing that I didn't really think of it as something that I could do myself. And I remember seeing, Brian and Chewy post stuff in there, and I listened to a lot of you guys' episodes a few years ago. I mean, I haven't I haven't kept up lately, but I I did listen to a lot of a lot of that, and it was an inspiration for this show. So I always wanted to have both of you on here, and finally we made it work. So here you are. <laughs> That's awesome to hear, man. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Uh, really, I got to give uh, credit to Brian there. He did the show for a hundred episodes before I jumped on. So two years because he did mm-hmm. it every week. And as an audio engineer, then I came on the show and I'm like, oh, Brian, you guys are doing a terrible job. Let me <laughs> let me record you professionally. And uh, I think that really gave it a leg up. And then I joined as a host for a few years there. So, mm-hmm. again, thank you for, for saying that. I mean, definitely props to Brian. Yeah, yeah. No, d- no, definitely. And whenever I, I don't I don't remember like the actual like number episode number I was listening to it. But I was when I was listening to it, you were definitely on there fairly often. And I remember talking to Brian like about editing it himself and all that. And, and I know you did edit stuff and we both edited a little bit of, I got to edit like one episode of the, uh, of the uh, frisky dingo show. So I, I know, you, I know you're doing some of that too. So it was nice to be able to help out with that, but yeah, n- nice to have you here. I have to, I have to ask you, you know, just because you've done, you, you're living out the dream that all of us have always hoped for, but you left the country like completely. I know this is not Nintendo stuff, but who cares? Uh, yeah, you, the dream of 2016. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I moved from US to Canada in 
Well, it's been uh, like a long, ongoing process. First step, I had to fall in love with a Canadian girl. So that is like the trickiest part to get through for everyone else. So we dated long distance for a few years. And then in the fall of 2016, completely coincidental date, had nothing to do with any world events. (laughs) We decided that the place that we end up to close the gap is going to be Canada. So I started the process then. Been here full time since the middle of 2018. Just got permanent residence in July this year, so I'm I'm officially allowed to stay. That's awesome! Nice. Congratulations! Yeah. yeah, everything just kind of fell into place, I guess. For well, I mean, you were you were very smart about it and got out much earlier. You know, I mean, I guess a lot of people would have if they could have. It's it's a lot of it's it's a uh, it's also yeah that dating somebody who lives there. But that's, that's the easier citizen sure. now. Yeah. Like you still retain voting power. Uh, yes, that would be correct. I still have a few years before I can uh, be a Canadian citizen and vote here. So at the time, I mean, at the moment, I still vote by mail, or actually, they let you vote by email. It's a very sketchy system. Uh, <laughs> uh, only for president, because I don't have any like residents or districts to right. call my home in the U.S. anymore. Mm. I was going to say that that's a shame. You can't just like vote for one of those states that actually matters, you know, or the battleground states or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the last place I lived in the U.S., which is also conveniently the place my mom still lives, so I get to use that address and vote in Indiana, where wow. my vote okay. for president actually does still probably count. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. no, for for sure, yeah. That's cool. I mean, it. How so? You've uh, so you said you got citizenship in July, but you've been living there for like three years, about more or less, or yeah, it's actually it's permanent residence, so it's like a the the equivalent of a green card in the U.S. Okay, um, they. They instead of green, it's maple. You scratch and sniff, and it smells like maple leaves. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. I was um, gonna say, is that real? <laughs> no, I wish. But yeah, for it's it's a pretty long process. So we had to establish my um, like uh, cohabitation with my girlfriend, and then I was able to apply um, under a family sponsorship. And then it took about a year to get the actual permanent residence card, uh, and then it comes with an open work permit. You know, kind of in the same envelope so mm-hmm. i'm allowed to work here as well everything is good nice yeah no it's i'm super super jealous i know i know everything costs costs more there but you know it's worth it for free health care and i'm hopefully less ridiculous people there i don't know i'm sure i'm sure there's there's still their own sort of problems but it's probably nothing compared to the shithole that we have here i would say for sure yeah there are def- there are definitely still problems you know it's not mm-hmm. like the dreamland or anything but mm-hmm. uh at the current moment, things seem to be going a little bit better. Hopefully, there's not as many people saying that masks will like kill you because you can't breathe and stuff like that. There, they're, <laughs> they're not non-existent. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they're still there. There's a the internet reach is worldwide, obviously, as in the name World Wide Web. But yeah, this is actually speaking of that. I mean, this is our. I mean, this is basically our last episode before whatever happens, you know, in the in the uh, election and all that, which is. Fucking scary. So uh, this whole this I don't whole think we'll know any results anyway by then. My next episode, yeah, no, by next Wednesday. Anyway. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's I th- I think maybe it'll be quicker than people think, but we'll, but we'll 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 see. But I yeah, think, no, I think the least that there will be probably both sides trying to lead you to believe that there's a conclusion one way or another. Oh sure, yeah. That, um, I mean, I expect that to happen regardless. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like other people have said, I expect it to be election month, not not election day. Oh my god! So. It, it'll be like it'll be like E three month again, like with the quarantine, yep. where it was just like there was no E three, so E three was forever. <laughs> it's just it was just always just random announcements and all that. Like I don't think I can take election month. It's really like I said, this street this 
week's going to be incredibly stressful. And I say November is going to be like its own 2020, just in month form. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. It's going to be its own year. Oh my god! Like it's, yeah, it's, it's like just the final boss. Just when you didn't think like the year would yeah, like, right. yeah, it's going to like throw everything at you at the end. It's, it's the final be... boss, but it's only the first form because then you start December. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. All the way to inauguration. Yep. And they're going to send you a boss rush of all the previous months. You know, to fight all of them at once. <laughs> That's what's happening right here. Yeah. Corona. 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 We normally like touch on a little bit of news at the beginning here, just about, uh, about the coronavirus and all that. We don't really need to spend that much time on it, but I do want to mention that, uh, Chicago is like not doing great and we're basically at closing everything again. I don't know if you guys have heard, but I have heard that. Yeah. They're shutting near that. They're closing. Uh, well, they opened the bars for like a couple weeks and they're closing all of them again now. And they're actually, from what I heard, starting us like Monday, they're closing all the restaurants as well. So yeah, everything's uh, not great. Is it, so it's going <laughs> back to just carry out delivery only. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. They actually did the same here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a smart move, but it's also like at the same time, like there's no support, like there's no extra, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't have unemployment. I've done like one audio job during the, during the pandemic. So it's like, I'm just basically delivering for Uber, which sucks, but I mean, I have no other choice because, you know, all the unemployment stuff, stuff went away and I can't, and I won't make any money any other way. So I don't want to drain my savings until I don't have anything. So that's basically kind of where I'm stuck at it on this. So I'm hoping something will happen involving that i don't know i'm supposed to I, I i worked on a show at the beginning of the year that i'm actually supposed to get unemployment for in march of next year so i don't know if this if nothing works out maybe i can take do that for a while that's kind of where yeah. i'm at but yeah no it's uh things uh things aren't great here in chicago it's basically they reopen stuff i don't know why and now they realize that that was a bad idea so they're basically <laughs> closing everything again so yeah so, but yeah, vote everybody. If you haven't done it yeah. yet, go out, go out and vote and all that stuff. Yeah, if you don't like the way things are going, think long and hard about what could you possibly do to change it. Yeah, say yeah, next right. Tuesday, especially if you're in one of those states that matters. You know, it's a uh, as as we were saying. You know, I'm going in. I'm voting in the day of because it's actually pretty close to my house, and I don't think it's since I live in kind of a smaller town. I don't think it's going to be like a a huge line, but we'll see. I'll I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know next week. Sure. Yeah. People are voting early, so it might it might be real short lines, surprisingly. Yeah. I mean, I've never had a problem with it lines here in my town. Mm. Who knows? You can never really know what to expect. I don't remember how long we waited last last year, but if any you know, go back to our archives. We definitely recorded in the twenty sixteen election. We just uh Jess and I just recorded our show and yeah, we had we had recorded an episode like right before. I didn't listen to the one after you know, the, you know, after like Trump won and all that, because that's way too depressing, but mm. you know, I'm sure that's, you could see, you could hear it in our, in our, uh, hear the defeat in our voices when all that stuff happened. I, w- I would be interested in listening to our, our episode the week before. I, I do remember, I, I remember listening to after the hype actually at that time when, when Trump yeah. was elected and how everybody was sad on, on, on your end, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't remember if you were on those, on those, uh, right after Trump won, but I remember Brian being sounding very, Sad as we all were, you know, at, the, yeah. at that time. I thought it was ridiculous, but very foolishly at that moment, I, I said to myself, "Ah, oh, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst he could really do?" And I had no idea. Yeah, we no nobody had it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, people do have an idea now that it's now that it's been like four years and everything is not great. That that's what I'm hoping that there's some people 
you know, those people who still think the television news is like credible and all that. Hopefully somebody's figured out that they're getting their smoke blown up their ass for four years and realized that maybe it was a bad choice and we just I think get, there are get a lot that of fucker out of here. Are in that camp, so we'll yeah. See. I mean, it's hard to it's it, I I mean, it's hard to find anything good about that about that orange fucker. Right. But I'm but, I'm really disheartened. You know, it it looks like it's going to be. You know, people say a blowout. I don't know about that. It looks like in the end it's going to be pretty close and like at least 40% are going to vote for Trump. And like that's mm-hmm. terrible in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 many people would vote for him still. After all this, like, I don't know, what, what more could you do? Could you imagine a worse possible candidate <laughs> than one who whose inaction resulted in the death of 225,000 people and counting, and then all his other laundry list of offenses. I'm, I'm disheartened that the, that there's still so many people who would vote for him. But what, ab- what about the children, John? What about the Satan worshiping elite? You mean Hollywood the ones in cages? Yeah, that that, have, that he saved all these children. You know the the adrenochrome oh, drinkers. You yeah, know, he's against all of them. As that that'll show the percentage of QAnon members we have in in uh, in America at that time. Uh, it's the internet, man. It's uh, so easy to spread disinformation and all that stuff. We realize, so. yeah, it's free. That's, it's freaky stuff. I don't know how much you guys. I mean, have there, it's a global looked thing, into that stuff. There's a lot. I don't know how I've I've become somewhat not a super obsessed, but I am interested in QAnon stuff and yeah. recently like 4chan stuff as well. I sent you a link to that movie that I watched. Uh, about about the the like independent comic character that ended up becoming like a racist meme and how oh, the yeah, creator like movie. tried to bring it back. It's amazing. I've actually fall. I've become incredibly interested in 4chan because that's something that I would have fallen into when I was in high school. You know, like the whole like anonymous uh, loser lives with their parents and they're proud of like not ever dating anybody or not ever working and all this stuff. And Intel. it's a, yeah. it's amazing how they like harness that and turn that into like this. Right wing, uh, white supremacist. Hate Everybody's group. against me. My life sucks. Yeah, it's like the reason that women don't like me is because women suck, and that's it's just like they kind of just like make it incredibly sexist. It's 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 a whole like crazy, you know, wormhole to fall into. I, it's I don't like recommend Ninja it. Turtles, how all the like you know the Foot Clan is all like you know misguided children. That, sure, yeah. You know, one there to give them an idea of what's happening. You know, yeah. It's, they like the Foot Clan. It's it's their fault, man. It's it's all yeah. I know it's. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I guess I started getting interested in it after I was listening to that uh, book about Japan and, and all that, and how it's and it kind of I mentioned it on the show, but it ends with such a such a sour note because they go right into like four chan and Trump and and like the alt left and alt right and all that stuff and blah blah. But let's talk about. You all uh, watched Borat too. I watched Borat, yeah. Also, it was it was better than I thought it would be. It's I thought it drug it. I, I thought agree. it drug a little bit in the middle, but I really like the ending and I like the beginning. So there you go. I just mentioned it because there was that one bit where he's staying with the. Oh yeah, he stays with QAnon who, members. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they <laughs> um, they say stuff about how Hillary Clinton was drinking the blood of children. They heard she was drinking the blood of children, and it's like, man, you know what? Like, on the surface, they seem like nice guys, and <laughs> and you know, I'm sure many many of them are nice people. You know, uh, <laughs> friendly, whatever. They they let they let him into his home. You know, whatever. Yeah. But then. They get to talk and they have these ideas that they just like let fester that are ridiculous. Like Hillary Clinton drinks the blood of children. Yeah. Well, um, it's not even actually. Know. Well, I mean, the the actual QAnon belief is that Hillary Clinton actually died five years ago, and this is a clone of her that's been that's been yeah. uh, doing things as of right now. So, and actually, a lot of people have died and been replaced by clones. Mostly, 
a Hollywood elite types who say anything against Trump were actually killed and replaced by this evil clone. It's it's so dumb, but yeah, like I said, we don't need to go super into it. But yeah, it's ridiculous. But look, a great idea for a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that goes series. back to like Paul McCartney. People believe yeah. that he was a clone. Oh yeah, yeah, the walrus. Yeah. <laughs> well. That. Let's let's talk about something more positive and more uh, video game focused here. Let's do what we do every week and talk about games we've purchased and stuff we've been playing. Uh, Ryan, why don't, why don't you why don't you start off and tell us what you've been doing? Well, I've been moving, so honestly, that's been taking up a lot of my time. But I would say that I've been diving into Ape Out for the Switch lately, which I find amazing. I don't know if you've talked about it on the show before, but it's uh, basically a, a platformer. You play an ape, and you're running through levels, and there's jazz music playing in the background, and every time you punch someone or grab someone and throw them, it adds a little bit of a improv to the beat. And just I love any kind of game that is like rhythm-based or has some musical component where you interact with it, so it's perfect for me. Mm. Yeah, no, it's really cool. I I have it. I haven't played it through through it all the way. I don't know if you follow. I don't know if you followed any of like the vinyl releases of uh, video game soundtracks and stuff like that, Ryan. It's be- oh, I, I'm sure that's a whole culture in itself. I mean, occasionally I'll get a video game soundtrack, but uh, it's it's it, it's wonderful. I have a, I think I have like almost probably ten at least, uh, video game soundtracks on vinyl that I bought when you know when the world wasn't going to hell and work was more fluent, but. uh they actually they released a vinyl of the soundtrack of Ape Out, and because Ape Out is such a random soundtrack, it's just like a playthrough. It's like somebody's like best playthrough, and they recorded that and released it as a soundtrack. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Like speaking of that, that's awesome. that like adapted sound adaptive soundtrack thing, which I always loved games that would do that. Like uh, I think the Blob on on the on Wii was like one of the first ones, or was that GameCube? It was it was a Wii game, right? The Blob. Week. One and two, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like that's one of the first games where I noticed that type of thing. They kind of do a similar similar thing like that, where depending on what you're doing, the 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 music changes in a little bit depending on what you've painted or what what happened. And I always thought that was cool. Well, even even going back to like Super Mario World, it that's does that say, because Yoshi adds the like bongos in there, mm-hmm. even in the very very first uh, Super Nintendo one. You know, which is which I didn't notice until like one of the last times I played it, I was like, oh, wow, those that's like even in that, like even going back as far as that, you know, is really cool. But yeah, and it's... I didn't, even, have, I didn't even know that about Super Mario. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I never realized that. Yeah. But yeah, no, Ape Out is really cool. I should uh, I should try playing it again. But I, yeah, what I liked about it, I really enjoyed. It's just, uh, it's kind of roguelite, right? It's like, a, if you die, you have to start all over again. Those are always difficult for me. It is tough, but it's fun because it's like an arcade style. Like if I only have... 15 minutes, I can turn it on and try to make my way through a level because mm-hmm. it's not very long. If I fail, you know, go back to the start. If I succeed, I go on to the next one next time I turn it on. So mm-hmm. it's easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how at the end it'll zoom out. So I've just played like the demo. But yeah. I like how it'll zoom out and show like an actual plot line of you. Like, yeah. And it gives you an idea of how far you made it to the level. Like there's been times where I died like right. I literally, if, if I had just beat this guy, I was at the last hallway to escape the level. And I'm like, oh, ah. no. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the games that I've been playing is actually kind of kind of similar to that, which, uh, which we'll get to. But what else have you been playing? I've been playing Overcooked 2. I don't know if you've got, you guys oh, yeah. have played that one. Yeah. Yeah, you that was, the first one. That, my that, girlfriend yeah. gets so frustrated. Um, not yeah. necessarily because we can't communicate well, but because the controls are very Nintendo like, where you kind of mm-hmm. bounce around, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, my, uh, I played, I have Overcooked 1, and I played it, I played it with Jess, my wife, and, uh, 
she didn't she didn't like it. It was too stressful. Like <laughs> she said, it was way too. You know, it just made made her heart rate too high. But it's yeah, it's oh, yeah. cool. It's I, I've been Overcooked Two was something that's been on my wish list forever, and I never really pulled the trigger on it because it that one has online play. So I was wanting to be able to play it with like with with Jeremy or something. You know, I always wonder. So, yeah. yeah, I always wonder if that game didn't click for me because I do have the first one as well because that's my job in real life to like mm. make food. So maybe it feels like too much like work. Yeah, but it's nothing. I don't think it's, it's very nothing close like close approximation. <laughs> so you know, you're good. <laughs> I mean, I do run and grab ingredients and then bring them. And, yeah. I don't know, smell like bacon grease at the end of playing Overcooked. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not. True that. I mean, if you're really, if you're a true player of Overcooked, you should, like, put put bacon grease on you so you can really feel sure. the experience, you know. You should have a hot plate next to the TV and make an omelet. <laughs> Mustard on your shirt for effect. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it actually, I mean, I, I worked at a bar for a while, like, before, you know, before everything got shut down. And, uh. And it reminded me of working in a bar, you know, same sort of thing. Like when you, you, you have to always remember, like, if you're going over here, you got to get that and bring it back here. And it's all about same sort of thing. Like, you know, grabbing the right ingredients and stocking the right, you know, having the right amount of glasses and making sure all the beer stocked and all that stuff. So it definitely had like a post-traumatic stress syndrome of, of sorts playing. And I was like, reminded me of working in a popular bar and all that stuff. So, but it's cool. I mean, I definitely, I think it's a good game. It's just, it can be. Especially the second one, because I, I remember like the environments like change really drastically, and mm-hmm. aren't you like cooking on like an art hot air balloon at one point, or like on top of a volcano yeah. and like stuff like that, which is cool. That's just like my job. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard I've heard your job's very intense. I didn't know you guys worked under volcanoes, but you never know. Sometimes it feels like it. a lot of volcanoes and champagne. From what I've heard. Is there is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I could talk about a couple non Nintendo games. You sure, guys played yeah. Among Us. Sure, uh, Jeremy did. He, he got. I've a lot tried of it once. I love it. I want to like get my in. new favorite thing. Are you playing it with friends? Because see, I, I only tried yeah, it's it online. Important. Yeah, you have to play with it. You have to have at least like half uh, the group full of your friends. But there's variations you can play. Like the base game is that you are a crew on a ship trying to perform tasks, and there's traitors among you who are trying to sabotage and, and sneakily murder you without being found out, but people, the community has already invented like an alternative way to play like a, a hide and seek mode where the killers announce themselves at the start and they have like um, effects on their character. Like they walk a little bit slower and can't see as far as the rest of the crewmates and they just have to run around and hunt down the other guys. So if you don't have a full party, there's still ways that you can play and enjoy it with friends. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I did see there was like a lot of customization to the to like make your own matches if you were hosting them. So yeah, you can set That's any cool. of the rules, any of the like run speeds, see uh, distance, kill distance, any of it. It's a, and it's like only on Steam, right? Can you get it like on your phone or anything? Yeah, or how's- no, it's good for iOS and I don't remember if it's on Android yet. Oh, okay, yeah, because I and is it is it free to play or is it uh, do you have to pay for it or? I guess there's uh, an ad version. Uh, so if you download it on iOS or Android, if they have it, um, and you host a game, you will see ads, and everyone who's in your game will see ads. Hmm. But if you buy it, uh, it's like 5 or 10 bucks on Steam or so it's cheap, yeah. in the App Store. I think you just put in your credit card via the app on the on mobile. Uh, then you can host, and uh, everyone will enjoy an ad-free experience. And it comes with, like, of course, costumes. You know, it's not a game without microtransactions. So you get hats or little pets that follow you around the map. And if you buy in, you get, like, a bunch, you know, a good pack for free. So it's fun. 
It's oh, worth okay. the five or ten bucks. Yeah, I've I've only just heard like brief stuff about. It. Honestly, I thought it was a, I thought it was a mode for Fall Guys or something like that's about how how super much close. I've, yeah, because because the characters kind of look really similar. So I'm like, is mm-hmm. that is that a Fall Guys thing? And or or it looked like something that might have come out on Switch already because it looked because Switch has so many indies that I was like, I was like, is that a Switch game? I mean, it, it I isn't mean, yet, but I'd be surprised if it. Just looking at it, I'm sure it's like how some people felt about Minecraft or uh, you know other games like that back in the day, where it's like it doesn't look like anything, you know, it doesn't look like anything special right away. But I guess there's just a lot of depth to it. It's just the social component of it Uh because it's like lying to your friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh and it's it's, you can like make it as hard as you want. Like uh, Uh we, uh, you're the game is built on a text-based system, so in if you're playing online, you're just texting with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find the only good way to play it is on like a Discord group chat or something, and you you can't talk during uh, most of the game until there's right. a meeting been called or someone finds a dead body. So when you right. have like the discussion periods, uh, it's way easier if everyone's just talking out loud. And then my uh, other friend that joined our group uh, with his other group, they actually get on video, so they have to look at each other in the face and like keep a straight <laughs> face when they're like, "No, totally, I was uh." I was over here uh, just spinning the combobulator. I didn't murder anyone. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll so have to give it a little bit more poker face. I find some friends yeah. to play with because I just kind of downloaded it on a whim. I mean, it's cheap, so and I mean, it was right after I heard about AOC playing it and all that and all the hype around that. And I don't know. I had a, fr- a couple friends talk to me about it. And I've kind of liked trying to jump on these little like trendy games because it's kind of fun to like get into like the like a, what would you call it the uh, the zeitgeist or whatever of like everybody like knowing about it and what's happening with it and all the little inside jokes and stuff. Sure. Yeah. I'm uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to try it. Maybe like we like, uh, maybe like Jess and I and you and Shauna could play or something like that at some point. I'd be willing to try it out. I watched, I did watch like a couple minutes of, of AOC's uh, stream just because I thought it was cool that she was, that she was doing it. And I don't know anything about the game, but yeah, no, it's so, she she got yeah. like four hundred four hundred four hundred thousand followers in like one day, and she's now a yeah. pro streamer <laughs> in one in like one setting. I mean, that's, clearly that's cool. it played before. She wasn't like the normal yeah. celebrity jumping on some trend thing. Like she knew what she was doing. Yeah, probably helped her out. Yeah. So when you're playing on Discord, Ryan, uh, do you still have it to where you're only talking during the? meeting part periods yeah we we just do like a gentleman's agreement with that okay. it's you know we don't uh, turn off the mics or master mute or anything we just agree not to talk yeah i was wondering if that's if it was incorporated into the game like you have to be at a certain it's not like a nintendo voice chat where like it would only let you chat like before and after the match you know like they used to do on mario kart well i mean yeah. i think it's still like that actually it might not even be like that on the switch because the wii u actually had a mic built into the controller and you could talk in the lobby, but can you talk in the lobby still on Mario Kart 8 on uh, on Switch? I don't oh, I've never know. used the Switch to talk. Sure. I don't know. I'm like, I don't think you can because there's no, mi- that, no. Th- there's no microphone on the controller. That's so. I mean, it's it's weird. Yeah. So you would have to do it through like their their her- the horrible uh, app, you know, mm-hmm. voice chat app, which is weird. or like a USB mic for some yeah. games might work. Yeah. So yeah, but that that reminds me of that they did the same thing for like. Uh, for like the DS, like a Metroid Prime Hunters, where like I remember Jeremy and I, we played that online, and you could only talk in the lobby. You can't talk during the actual game, but it's incorporated into the game. I mean, it still know? blew my mind because yeah, I mean, we could have just talked on the cell phone even back then. Yeah, but it was through your DS, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it. You know, I mean, the more I'll, we'll see, the more uh, Jeremy talks about it, and of course, you know, 
I'd probably be willing to give it a try. Maybe yeah. Hopefully it's cross platform for you to get it on iOS. Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. I'd do it. Yeah. So I'll warn you that wherever you spend the the money, that's where your account is located. You can't like take your Steam account and log in on the iOS. So spend the money where you're going to play most. Oh, okay. So it's not like you, you you can't like transfer it to. One thing or another, like so Fortnite, or to, yeah, it were to come to the Switch, maybe you just don't. You might have to get it again. It, yeah. But I mean, it, you're, we're talking a matter of five or ten bucks here, mm-hmm. for sure. Is there is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, no, I'm looking forward to some games coming up. I assume we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We will definitely with the mini. There's a lot of stuff that I I was able to try out a little bit of it, so it'll be yeah. That mini was a nice time. little boost of stuff to talk about it was a nice surprise i was uh i was sitting in the parking lot of uh, of the hospital because because uh, jess went to go get tested for uh, breast cancer today so it was a super stressful day and uh i was just like sitting there listening to a podcast and playing star star wars episode one pod racer on the switch and i just checked twitter and it's like oh yeah mini and i'm like what <laughs> and it was like at 9 a.m so i caught it like right when it came out but we'll definitely I see when i saw you to- post that i was like trey's still awake huh yeah, I didn't go to sleep. I was I, wondering I, what happened there. <laughs> I, I, well, we had to we had to leave at like seven thirty, and you know, through the quarantine, I've been staying up till like six in the morning just to, you know, just so we can have our own. Because uh, we're you know, Jess worked in a, in theater, so her career completely got destroyed by uh by by this whole thing. So we're by, we're both in the house all the time. So we've been trying to like split up alone time where I'll, I'll stay up later and she gets up earlier, so we both have time to hang out, not with each other and all that. So. I was I stay up till six anyway, and I'm like I can I can make it work because we had to leave at like seven, so I just stayed up later, <laughs> played 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 more Switch and all that. But yeah, speaking of that, uh, I wish I would have known there was a mini today because I got all these other games, and then now all these uh, you know this always happens. There's like yeah. I get these other games, and these other games come out, and I'm like no, but I want to play those more. And, I didn't see uh, any rumors about this direct, but there was something that happened in the direct that was rumored. So. Oh yeah, no, I I did see uh, actually I did see like two things that were rumored. Yeah, like the of course the main thing, well not the main thing, but the little the thing at the end. I saw rumors mm-hmm. for that, and there was another rumor like right before the direct happened that I saw on Twitter somebody saying about. But yeah, it just kind of like just jumped out of nowhere. I but, am happy that I just saw you post like, hey, there's a direct, and I knew like I woke up and I knew not to check any social media, not to like yeah. even read the comments in the Slack. Like, say I'm gonna watch this first and. It was nice. So. Yeah, I was. I, I put like spoiler stuff in the comments, but I thought that in, in the Slack you have to like click on them to look at you them. Do. So I didn't want you to be able to see them. You know, like I thought it was okay. Like I thought it was safe for me to put stuff in the comments it was. So, or in the in the whatever. So yeah, but we'll get to that. But before that, before the mini happened, there have been like a whole. You know, there's always a whole lot of sales on Nintendo Switch eShop and all that stuff. And I kind of just like went down the list. You know, I always mark stuff that I'm like somewhat interested in. And so I can look at it later and a lot and like a good amount of stuff that I had marked like was on sale. So I kind of just went and bought some things that I had been waiting for to be on sale. Um, you know, you know, Ben Stockton, right, Ryan? Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. We had him on the show as well uh, a, f- a few episodes ago. And uh, he's he was like talking about this game called Demon's Tilt. I guess it's a spiritual successor to um, to Alien Crush and Demon Crush, the TurboGrafx-16 uh, pinball games which I really, really liked Demon Crush a lot. Like, I played that a lot on Wii, on, on the Virtual Console. So I was really interested in it. And it's like $20, I think, regular, on the regular price. And it's only one table, but it's like the table's like a, you know, it's like multiple tables in one. Like, you go you know, horizontally and all that, uh, or vertically between them. And, of course, there's bonus stuff and all that. But it's been on my list for a while, and it's half off right now. It's like a, 
it's like nine ninety nine knocked down from like nineteen ninety nine. So I bought it because of a recommendation from Ben and all that, and my own love for Alien Crush. And uh, it's cool. It, it plays really well. Like I didn't play it for a long time, but it reminds me a lot of uh, of, of Demon Crush and all that. And I even went back. Uh, even went back to the Wii U, and I got my Wii U to work just long enough to where I could buy a Alien Crush and Demon Crush for Wii U, just because I want those games to be able to play, and I don't want to, you know. And it, and it did the upgrade discount. Like it's not as little as the Nintendo one is, but you, I only had to pay like three dollars to like upgrade it from the Wii to the Wii U. So I just went ahead and did that. So it was easier to access and play it on, and I can play it on the Wii U controller and all that. So, so I ended up getting Demon's Tilt and those other two pinball games. So I kind of just went and leaned into it on that, but they're good. They're, they're a lot of fun to play. You know, I mean, I don't know how much experience you guys have had with those, but they're really good as far as like video game pinball goes. So it's nice to see that. And I, I don't I don't think Demon's Tilt was made by the same developer, but it's heavily inspired by it, so it does feel like a sequel to Demon Crush. So I wrote it down. I dabbled in uh, pinball simulators and didn't really find any that I liked so far. Oh yeah, not even like the Zen Pinball or any of those. And they're fine. Nothing uh, really jumped out in terms of like what tables were available. Oh okay. Yeah, the, the one I, I think the one the first like virtual <laughs> pinball game that I got really really into was. Uh, Pokemon Pinball, like those games were. Oh yeah, same. And really I know good. it actually goes all the way back to Sonic Spinball. Sonic Spinball, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't think I ever liked it as much as I did Pokemon. But what was it? Um, the the Game Boy Color one was really good, and the Game Boy Advance one was really good too for the Pokemon Pinball. But if you like those type of games, I definitely think you should try out the Demon Crush or Alien Crush because awesome. those are. Yeah, and 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 the new one, you know, uh, it's I think it's on sale still. Maybe I don't know. Demon's Tilt. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to have it. There's a you know there's multiplayer on there, uh, online boards like whatever leaderboards stuff like that. So was that Zen Pinball that we played that had um or no it wasn't Zen was it the one that has a uh, medi- medieval madness on it? Yeah, that's Zen. That's right. The Zen. So that's the only yeah that's the only time where I've really like gotten like hooked on video pinball. Mm-hmm. Was playing well, that medieval madness machine, and yeah. then of course when I went to the arcades and played the real thing, it was. Not the same at all, but I knew how the game worked. Like, I knew what I wanted to do, you know, a lot better than I ever did before. Yeah, well, Medieval Madness, I think, is, like, one of the best pinball games of all time. So it's kind of, uh, you know, easy to put on there. But, uh, the, you know, and, and Zen adds, like, you know, like a fully animated dragon and stuff like that that wouldn't have been in the actual pinball machine. And you can choose to turn it off if you don't want to deal with all that stuff but one thing that i really enjoyed about the zen pinball stuff is and which never came to switch yet which i don't know what's up with that but they had so many different marvel tables that were like all based on these they had like a blade table and like a ghost rider and fantastic four and like all these like characters that i liked that didn't get a whole lot of light you know front in the marvel C- in the marvel cinematic universe so i like playing all that stuff so that's kind of what brought me into the zen pinball stuff but i think I think like the Demon Crush, Alien Crush is definitely worth looking at. Like, if you're you know if you're into that virtual pinball stuff, for sure. I bought this game called Ninety Nine Vitas just because it was one ninety nine, and it's a uh, John and I. We've talked many times about like beat 'em ups and how much we like the old school like Final Final Fight, uh, Streets of Rage type stuff. And uh, this one was like on sale for a dollar ninety nine, so I was willing to give it a chance. I haven't really played a whole lot of it, but they had a free demo, and I played the demo and. I've noticed a few games doing doing this lately, but the the first two notes of the first song are the same. Like they're same enough that they remind me of the first two notes of the song of, of Go Straight of the song from uh, Streets of Rage. So it's like mm. it's cool when they do that, and they do the same thing in the second level. It does. It has like an, a start 
that sounds the same as like the second level of Streets of Rage. So it's that's definitely on purpose. It's there to like trigger your nostalgia and be like, oh, but but as far as like as far as like really cheap, uh, I mean, it's much better than that Bleed Russia game that I like that I got that I really hated. So, oh, I hate uh, that one too. I bought that one. <laughs> it's such a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, I bought it for ninety nine cents because uh, another podcast that's been on our show, uh, Super GG Radio, they they said it was really good, so I checked it out. But it has no combos. None of the characters have combos. I'm like. What? How do you make a beat em up with no combos? Like it gets so boring so quickly because nothing, you know, it's like it's almost as bad as the old Tick game on Super Nintendo, which was also terrible, but at least that had some combos. This has, man, like, they no- need to make more <laughs> like, um, like the old Marvel side scroller arcade game, man. Oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. how do they, they could have uh, milked that franchise for the last 25 years and they really fucked up. Yeah, I, I would, yeah, it would be nice to see, like, I mean, they have all those Marvel vs. Capcom, like Marvel vs. Capcom 3, it'd be nice to see them do something like that, but, like, a sequel to, like, the X-Men game or, like, the Avengers game and just Absolutely. put more people in it, that'd be great, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd totally, I'd buy that, 100%, like, that, that would be Me awesome, too. yeah, but 99 Vitas is cool, it's like a, you know, it's kind of a, it's like a beat 'em up but you sort of have like magic powers like some you know one guy can like throw water and another guy like turns into a rock and hits people and they have different like elemental moves that they do as they're doing it. I had fun with it from what I you know what I played it plays really well there's combos in it. There's like 11 unlockable characters I think. I think there's online play as well so yeah it was, it was a nice pickup for $1.99. I was looking I just went down and looked at a bunch of stuff that was $1.99 but what else? I I bought so I this one I kind of regret because of all the direct Nintendo Direct Mini stuff, but it, it's fine. It's still a good game. I ended up buying that Pumpkin Jack game, the the uh, Halloween based uh, third person mm-hmm. platformer, just because uh, Nintendo Life was like blowing. It was just like praising it left and right, and mm-hmm. it's all developed by one guy, by one person. He did the whole thing, like kind oh. of like similar to like Stardew Valley, and uh, yeah, it's like a. It reminds me a lot of the game Medieval on uh, PlayStation, which I played that on PlayStation Plus. Way back when on on the PSP and on on PlayStation Three, and I think it has I think the battle system is even a little bit better. But I'm a sucker for 3D platformers and Halloween stuff and like horror themed games and all that. So it was totally up my alley. And I was playing it last night, and yeah, it's cool. It's it, it's it was it dropped for like thirty, and it, I think it's on sale for twenty five right now. So I just went for it because of the sale, and I was really interested in it because a lot of people have been reviewing it well and saying it's good. And yeah, it's great. It has a it has voiceover in the cutscenes, which I was surprised. Like, since it's just like only one developer, but I mean, it's so a pretty. Do you do all the voice acting too? I don't know. He, he I mean, he might have, but I, it shows the credits, and it's just like one guy. It's like developed mm-hmm. by this guy, you know. So uh, I don't know how long he's been working on it for, but it's it's cool. It's it's definitely it feels you know it feels p- polished like as far as uh you know three D platformers go, and it's cool. I didn't didn't have a whole lot of time to play it a whole lot, but I played it for a couple hours last night. You know, and it was cool. It was it was enjoyable. I definitely Seasonally appropriate. Yeah, I'd recommend anybody checking it out if, if you're into that into that type of thing. And support an independent yeah developer that did it by himself. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, and it was also like part of the Halloween thing, and, and I, I was surprised that it went on sale so quick. But maybe they knew. Maybe they had heard word of the of the direct mini coming around. They're like, oh wait, we we should knock down the price just to did see. You, did you, you know. play it on stream? Uh, I didn't stream it. No, but I oh, okay. I can I can stream it. And then, I, I mean, I've mostly been playing this other one that I haven't talked about yet, but what else? I downloaded Rogue Company. It's another free-to-play game. Uh, it's It looks better than Fortnite, I guess. And you're, like, you're like in a group and you're hacking a thing. And I just kept dying over and over again. I'm not I'm really not good at it at all. But I, I tried it, at least. So 
It's like a 10 gig download, so I'll probably delete it soon, but I tried that out. I'm still collecting candy from Animal Crossing, obviously, for the Halloween event. All that stuff. But, uh, oh yeah, I also got this game called Grip, which uh, Edwin Garcia had recommended when he was on our show. And it's a, it's basically, you know, it's like kind of like an F-Zero style game, like a futuristic racer. But the whole gimmick of it is basically you can race anywhere. Like there's some, you know, there's like tubes where you can like race on the top of it. You can race upside down. You can race on the side, whatever. The, you know, that your, your, uh, your cart like basically has tires that are magnetically sealed to the, to the racetrack and all that. And, and it's, it's fun for what it is. It doesn't, uh, it actually kind of looks a little muddy. It almost kind of reminded me of a 64 game. From what I saw as far as graphics go. But that thing, that was on sale for like, I don't know, like six bucks marked down from like 40. So I was like, whoa, that's a huge deal. So I just went for that one just because I wanted to play it. And it, it's fun to play from what I've seen. One, one thing I think is really funny and like, I haven't posted on Twitter yet, but I want to. Whenever you, whenever you like, uh, whenever you like win, a, whenever you complete a race, instead of saying like you're second or first, it says you came first, you came second. Which is so like, I don't know. My mind is obviously goes dirty with that, but I'm like, they thought that was. You eat the thing to, I wanted to post something where where it said you came second, and I'd just be like, well, you know, that's really the way you should do it. You know, it's, why why be first? <laughs> it's always better to wait. You know, wait wait your turn. It's, help everybody out. But it's just funny the way the way the terminology of that where they're like nobody was like maybe maybe you shouldn't say that. It's like I don't know. It's, is it's it English by first language? Yeah, I don't. I, I thought I don't think it's. I don't know. I didn't look into the developers. I don't know if it's. Uh, I don't think it's Japanese developed. I thought it was. I thought it was an American-made game, but I don't. Then again, I, I don't know. I didn't do that much research. But I mean, the game is called Grip. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Now. <laughs> but the, but those are a couple games that were mentioned from like previous guests that we had on here that I just you know remembered and checked them out. So. But the big the big game that I've been playing the most, which I really, really like, is this game called Project Warlock, which is uh, an old school first person shooter with RPG elements. And it's really good. I've been really, really impressed by it. It's something I just kind of heard about, you know, saw in the eShop, just marked it, uh, was waiting on buying it. This one actually isn't on sale, but I just jumped the gun on it, gun on it because, you know, Halloween themed stuff. It's kind of a horror-ish game, but... It it reminds me of like, you know, it's like a Doom style thing, but you can aim, you know, up and down and all that. And uh it's just really I'm just really impressed with the detail in this game. Like uh one of the I one of the designers is actually has the name of a previous guest that we had on the show before, which actually kind of freaked me out for a second when I saw it, because his name is David Kay, but he's not the oh. not the David Kay that we talked to. <laughs> That's I actually asked you guys about it and I did a little research to make sure. We had this uh we had like a bad guest like way back when that I didn't want. I didn't really want to talk to again. I didn't want to accidentally support his game, but it's not him. It's a different guy. So, but no, it's yeah. It's this uh, old school shooter. Um, the this the uh, the sprites on it are look really really good. Like they're all in HD. There's there's just all these really cool details. Like like you have you have an axe that you swing at people, and if you go up to a wall and you swing an axe at the wall, it, there's a there's like a scratch that grows across the wall. Like the the icons, like the the sprites change as you go through it. You can shoot holes in walls. There's like secret rooms that like have have like walls that you can shoot with a gun, and they'll open. And there's a secret room behind there. Like it's just the attention to detail is amazing. It actually kind of reminded me of Ease Eight at the level of just that like. I'm just blown away by how many new bad guys they are. Like there's each, there's like a set of levels, like each level has its own set and its own like environment. And they changed 
all of the icons, like all the power up icons and all the characters every time you go to a different thing. So there's so many like different enemies that you get to fight in there. And I didn't felt like it ever like got stale. And it's very much like, I don't know, there's a lot of variety to it and it just plays really, really well. And I like it a lot. Though one of the, one of the main problems, I guess, which is that like, like what you're talking about with ape out, it's like the same sort of thing where if you, it, there's no, you can't save mid level at all. You have to, you basically have to go through the entire level and then it auto saves after that. And, and so it, so you can't like save in the middle. So you basically have to be able to go through it in one shot, which reminds me a lot of like the old, like playing like doom 64 on Nintendo 64 and stuff like that, which they actually updated for the new release, but it's really, really good. Like it's just kind of blew me away. It's on the same level as like how much I liked Ion Fury, which was another like old school first person shooter, you know, that was like built on the Duke Nukem engine, but new and all that. And, yeah, it's awesome. Like, there's there's so many options you can do. You can actually turn off the aiming if you want. If you want to just play it like it's like Wolfenstein or the original Doom, you can do that. Even though I think you do have to aim somewhat when you get to the bosses, because the bosses are, like, way taller than you. But, yeah, it's it's really, really cool. I don't know. You level up as you go through the thing. You can you can raise your health points. Uh, you can raise your damage. Uh, you can upgrade all of your weapons. Uh, all of your weapons can go either two ways, so you can only upgrade it one way. So if you want to go back and play it again, you can go the other way and see what that is. But it's cool. Like all the weapons are completely fully upgradable. It almost kind of reminds me of like a like a retro uh, Bioshock in a way. You know, like how you can unlock uh, upgrade all of your weapons and stuff in that game. Mm. That's kind of how you can do this one. But I was like really blown away with just like how much detail is in the game, and also like every fucking level has like a different song. Like they really like they really went like balls out with this game. Like they they I feel like they didn't slack in any way. Like it was like anything. You know, I don't. I don't feel like anything was like lazy in in this at all. Like it's done really, really, really well, and it really blew me away. So it's. It might even. I don't know. I might even have to include it in my top ten of the year, depending on what happens. But yeah, really, really, really impressed with it. I've been playing a lot of it on stream. So if you go to Twitch.tv/slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you can watch some of it. But I was wanting to try to beat it by last by last night, but I realized that it's way longer than I thought I was, and I have these two other level sets and plus it got really fucking hard in, in the last level. So I would, so yeah, but yeah, no project warlock is hundred percent recommend if anybody's, you know, how into how much I like old school shooters. And this is definitely the kind of game that I like. It's like, a, it's, it plays like an old school shooter, but it's developed with like new, you know, with more modern quality of life stuff, you know, but it's still challenging and still a lot of fun. So I don't know why I waited on that. I should, I should have got it when it came out, but it's and it's only like fifteen ninety nine, so it's not not really that expensive. But yeah, I think that's it. What I have right now. Cool. Well, uh, myself mostly just playing what I already have. I did buy a couple of things, but um, actually, yeah, I really only bought one thing. I've been downloading a lot of stuff, as I said last week. I upgraded my memory card, so that's been nice. And one thing I wanted to mention, and it was just like definitely a what the fuck moment i downloaded fortnite because i was like i kind of want to play a little fortnite let's see what's <laughs> going on with fortnite play, i mean i used to i played a lot of it play, like when it first came to the switch play spell break it's better it's like i just before. i just booted it up you know to play like one <laughs> match or something just to see what it was like sure. and it was completely unrecognizable like it looks like it's like a marvel game now i guess like yeah everything in it was marvel themed but there's like ghostbusters there's in there like now weird too, yeah. scenarios you have to like choose and i couldn't really I could not figure out how to start a match. Like it wasn't like before where you just click play. You know? Oh really? They changed like the interface, like even yeah, at the, the whole interface is different, and so it just like I didn't know. It was like like I said, it was a completely different game. So that's just 
been incrementally changing over time, I guess, and new seasons and all that. So just something I thought I'd mention just because I was, I thought that was interesting. So uh, that's one of the first things I thought about. I'm like, Hey, I can play a little Fortnite, you know, like, can you yeah, still, I'm still really good at it. Can you still fly planes and stuff? Like that that was the last time we played was when you when you could like play, you know, get in a plane and fly around and shoot people. As far as I know, you can just look at the Marvel logo cuz that's all I figured out how to do. <laughs> oh, you didn't even play it even? Oh, no, yeah, I couldn't can... figure out how to play it. I, oh, wow. I, I, I didn't try for very long. Sure. I was just like, uh, this is weird. I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. Well, well it I, I know I've talked a bunch about Spellbreak, but uh, Spellbreak. I did download it. Still, I haven't it, tried it yet. It does still have like the same interface, like what you what you would understand, like from Fortnite. Like it's the same thing where it shows your character. You pick like solo, you know, team, whatever, like mm-hmm. squad solo, and and it's all kind of set up the same way. So, and I I really like that one. You can fly and shoot fire, which is fun. I plan on trying it someday. There's just so much games mm-hmm. in my life right now, and in in general. Um, but I have it. I did. I did download it. It's so it's on my it's on my Switch. I've been playing through Donkey Kong Country two with Shauna Trey. You said you'd been doing that with Jess. I don't know if you'd finished the game yet. We're, we're uh, in the third world. I think uh, we we got yeah we got to the final world and then we and then we just haven't played it since. But yeah, we it's were planning kind of, on making it through. It's kind of funny because at first I would just like you know we, we're playing we're playing the cooperative mode, which where you know she's always one character, I'm always the other one, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing the rewind thing for a little while and sometimes she gets annoyed when I do that. So I actually kind of like just stopped doing it automatically because she's, she really likes that game and doesn't want to cheat in it. She says, I'm like, but sure. this is, you know, I'm like, but this is a, this it's, the it's version available. where we can cheat. Right. It's exactly. available. It's in there. It's worked into the game. Cause she has, I'm pretty sure she has a copy of it. And then I have the Japanese version of it. So it's like, we have the actual game. We can play the harder version if we really want to challenge ourselves. But for now, let's just use the rewind feature. That's what I say. But we don't use it a lot, but it's been fun. It's a fun game. Um, I'll say we've used it enough that we have like 50 lives and I've been doing save states. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Some of those levels, though, I mean, I don't know if you guys have gotten to like the, I think it's like the first time you, you play as Ratley and it's like just mm-hmm. Ratley. And there's some parts on there that you just really need to re- rewind because it's just going to drive you insane. There's this one stupid part where you have to do the super jump and you have to land on the you know, you have to land on the barrel and then hit the guy, and it's and then just the control is so bad on Ratley that I feel like rewind yeah, really Ratley. saves your. It will really help your mental state from playing that level. Well, I did. Uh, I did decide I didn't want to play anymore the other day because I was getting frustrated with how hard it was. It wasn't a Ratley level, but it was. Uh, we did end up getting through it, but it was Bramble Blast. Still hard. What else? Uh, I beat a game this week. Pretty proud of it. I uh, beat Super Mario Galaxy. Actually, beat. It about an hour ago, maybe a little over an hour at this point. There you go. Um, I, I wanted to beat it by the time we recorded. So like it was down to the wire and yeah, I have exactly 60 stars and saw the credits, but I haven't actually, you know, really gotten into the meat of the game. I just saw the credits. So hmm. now I want to beat 64 by next episode. That's my goal. You can uh, do it. Or are you in the game? And I'm already on, like, I have like 43 stars, I think in that. Oh yeah, you can do it. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I I did it in one setting. You can do it, right? Right. <laughs> well, once I hunkered down with Galaxy, I was like, I'm going to try to get like at least ten stars. Yeah. You know, I just kind of had to set goals, and it did become a little more. I just had to. I focused more. It was the same way with Sunshine. So. You, you're not you're not going to wait for the update to happen before you before you play. Actually, it'd be kind of <laughs> cool to like beat it beat them all with the update. 
before the update and then go back and like get all the hard stuff with the, the updated yeah. controls and see if it throws me off or if it makes it better. Yeah, we we should mention it now before we forget about it. But yeah, the Nintendo announced it. I I I mentioned it on the community page, but I'm like, we won, we did it, we got to them finally. Well, probably me and a million other people. But they're actually they're bringing they're bringing back the inverted controls for uh, all of the Mario games and Mario 3D All Stars. So at least we got that, and I don't have to pay the extra ten dollars that I offered to pay for whenever that episode was. It's you not know? till like the middle of next month, but yeah, yeah, it's not till the 18th, but still. At least it's coming. Well, at least it's happening, yeah. And it's still. Yeah, I hope that when they patch the game, you know, in the patch there is they send out all the pins to everybody. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> yeah, the pins that nobody could get. but Or they send us actual patches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, too. But at least they're doing it. I don't know why they're not just, like, doing it now, but maybe it's more complicated. I don't know. I'm sure it is. It was so... I don't know if you if you played 3D All-Stars or followed any of that, Ryan, but it was... Uh, they re-released, you know, some of the 3D Mario games... And they actually changed the original control style to be not inverted, and it just. And did, I don't but, actually know what you mean by inverted. I keep hearing this. Okay, well, you know, like when you when you pull down on the on the analog trigger and your character looks up, or you oh, push to up look, and yeah. they yeah. looks down. It's uh, it was it was basically blame Turok, blame Turok on sixty four. That was basically the whole reason that I got into the whole vertical or the inverted controls oh i mean because i I, you know i guess i've played enough flight games Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's like flight controls i guess it just it always makes sense for me and you see it on the internet but you know like if you're controlling somebody's head you would like pull down for the head to look up and you would push forward for the head to look down so that makes sense to me one thing that makes it worse though is that um they change the controls Except for when you're in the water. So then the controls go back to what they were yeah. in the game. And that just kind of messes it up, too. Because it's weird, you're like yeah. Because back and forth like, wait, oh, things are back to normal now? And then mm. you jump out of the water and it immediately goes back to the yeah. non-inverted controls. So that kind of just adds to the annoyance of it all. And, and it's going to be an option now that you can turn it on and off? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right on. The, the, the thing that I found so strange is that those, ga- those games originally at least like Sunshine and Mario 64 are inverted. Like if you play them on 64 or, or GameCube, they were inverted and they changed it for the re-release. And that's what pissed me off. I'm like, I, I understand you're not doing a whole lot to the games, but why did you have to change this and not right. give the option to play it the way it originally was? Like I wanted to play it the way right. it was. So it's, I found it really weird that if you're taking the time to change the invert, why don't you give the people the option who want to play the game mm-hmm. though it was the way it was when it came out? Like, I don't understand that. Like, that was the big thing for me. And then there's this whole thing about like, you know, you know, people, not as many people use inverted nowadays, blah, 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 blah. But it's, it was already in the game. Like, it was already like that. Like, why did you have to change it and not let us play it the way it was? That was the big, my big, uh, what made me so angry about option. it. Yeah. Well, I am glad, but by the time it comes out, hopefully I will have beaten all three games. So. Mm. I'll still want to play them, I'm sure, uh, at least to test it out. Um, so the one thing I did buy this week, uh, John had posted on our Slack that the uh, that Polygon had a, co- a discount for Jackbox 7. So it's kind of a weird little thing. Like I, uh, It's just 7, right? Not any of the others? Yeah, yeah. So I bought yep. 7 for 6 bucks off, so it was like 24 Okay. I got, I got it on Steam, so I haven't tried it out yet, but I have it. Um, I uh, bought the game, and then it was like, it sent me to this website that wasn't Steam. I thought it was just going to be like a discount on the Steam store where I, like I put in a, a code. But apparently that's not how Steam works. You have to get it through a third-party site, and then they give you the code that you then go back to Steam. 
hmm. put the code in, which is the same way the Humble Bundle worked. So I guess it makes sense. But I always just thought that you would get, you know, you're checking out and you put you put in your code, your promo, promotional code, like in every other website. But hmm. that's not how Steam works. So I was at this other website and they said that I was under manual authorization, but it was spelled like authorization with an S. And I'm like, oh, so this is like a, obviously like a British or like, you know, some European website that I'm going through. Is Polygon a European website? I don't know. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. No, because it was started by the guy who was formerly at Kotaku. That's right. So yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, yeah, so that's what it, it was so weird. It had, it sent me through this third party thing, but it seemed legit. And uh, and it worked eventually, but it took about four or five hours for after I paid for it to actually like charge my card and allow me to download it before. Well, it hadn't sent me the code yet, so I was like, "This is so weird. Like, why can't?" And it's like, "This is really rare. This never happens." Sorry about that, but huh. it worked eventually. But yeah, there are no Z's in any of the text, so I was like, "It's definitely weird." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I have that. We're gonna play that eventually. Uh, Hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, I want to say before I forgot, I I put a poll on uh I put a poll on the community page, asking because I was somewhere I wanted to get one of the Jackbox games on sale, and I ended up getting three, so I do have three loaded on the Switch. So cool. whenever so we you, have a few extra, whenever you want to play, three. we can play three and seven. I I wondered okay. why you went to seven because I thought the discount was on all of them, but that makes sense now. Because I was going to say if there was a discount on the ones that aren't uh, discounted on Switch, I'd tell you to get was it five. The one that has the ones, yeah. that has the rap one in there, get Madverse City, because I think you'd really like that game with the rapping robots, where you can do your own like freestyle stuff. I figured it would just open up the options for like you know. Yeah, I was either going to get one of the other ones, and I was like, well, I might as well get the new one since it's on sale. And sure, yeah, it's a little extra money, but it's kind of cool to have the newish one. And it's only like uh, three weeks old, so it's right, a, it's right off the nice and fresh, right off the burner. Um. Of course, I continue to play Animal Crossing. I've been pulled back into it, but I'm playing like 10, 15 minutes a day max. I planted 64 more pumpkin plants, which was kind of dumb of me. It took a little <laughs> while, but I think what they're going to be over in a couple of days. Like, oh, they're they're actually uh, Jess was telling me about this. They actually don't leave. Like, you can you can pumpkin till your heart's content. Oh, good. They're actually not. Actually they're actually made not like going away. Path. It's like all fall. Huh? I guess they're staying forever from from what she's read. Like that they they're not going to like go bad or anything. You can just basically uh, water them and farm them for however long you want to. You know. So. Cool. Well, I like that. But I, yeah. uh, but you know, thanks to like just telling us you can use you can plant the actual pumpkins to get the the color plants that you want. I actually made like a little pumpkin patch where there's 16 of each color, and they're like sectioned off into the groups of four. And uh, there's a little scarecrow in the middle guarding it. It kind of looks like what like a stardew valley farm would look like mm-hmm. when i would set it up so that was kind of fun doing that and it took a little while because i ended up like doing a little bit of geomodding and uh i uh set down path and had to clear out some flowers and all this other stuff but, so i put a little bit of time into it but yeah i'm still playing animal crossing i don't know what i'm going to do with the pumpkins i've literally not made anything with them i just been hoarding them so i have a shit ton of pumpkins. talk to you or we Whenever you play, uh, just go go around and see if any of your villagers are home. Like I for a while, I've gotten one, I did end up getting one Halloween recipe finally. Oh, okay, I've only got one. Because like for a week, I was getting like a new Halloween recipe like every day from one of the villagers. So I just keep getting being given recipes I already have that are not. Oh, okay, seasonal, and then I got the one Halloween recipe the one time. 
even if you don't have DIYs, you can customize like your scarecrow and stuff like that mm-hmm. with different colored pumpkins. So that's like what I've been doing, like just making different colors. Like I got, I finally got the DIY for the spooky chair, which is like a, you know, half a pumpkin. And I yeah. basically did, did every color of chair and put all four of them at the table that I made my own little spooky area. So cool. yeah, I've been, you know, I've been still playing it. It's, it's great that it's still like 600 hours in. We're still. Yeah, messing around with it. I don't have much candy. I might have like five pieces, so I'm not doing great in that front. But I haven't been playing every day, you know. But when I do play, I, I've been trying to put some time into it and at least go around. And I stop. I gave up on the money rock. That doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do go and I get the um, I get the money tree every day, but I haven't been harvesting it. So now I have like twelve money trees. Now nice. I'm just like yeah. making a money tree orchard, which is stupid, but. <laughs> yeah but why, Something well, fun to why, do, why yeah. not yeah i don't need the money i'm over five million or yeah i have over five million um so yeah animal crossing um i uh on the on the money tree on the money tree uh topic here uh i i was like you know i was taking the eating the fruit so i could like move some of my trees around from one position to another uh-huh. and i didn't realize that you don't lose the fruit power after you move one tree so i basically accidentally busted all my rocks that where i liked where they were so oh, my no. rock shit is just in complete turmoil on on, 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 on my island i had i had a bunch of them that were all next to each other and i pretty much i pretty much like accidentally broke all of them so now they're just kind of wherever and i'm kind of not happy about it but whatever go around yeah. your town if you really want to control where they spawn and just put yeah. like a, a custom pattern on the ground anywhere you don't want something to grow yeah i, I saw that but I, I don't have the patience for that right now <laughs> i didn't even know at the time that's what i was doing but i had put a bunch of custom pattern on the ground and it ended up helping my and now all my rocks are near each other they're within like mm-hmm. one screen of each other but they're not exactly like they don't look pretty the way they are. They're just close to each other. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, I won't talk about the stuff from today. We'll get into that. Um, but I did also play this game called Hades, believe it or not. I'm still playing it. Uh, I got to I got to the final boss four more times this week. So mm. I am to the point where I'm getting pretty consistently to the same spot every time. If not, you know, I'll die in the dungeon before. Because um, it's really hard. And since everything's randomized, you don't know if you're going to accidentally pick the one that's got all the poison rats, which are the absolute worst enemy in the game. Like, there's just nothing as bad as the poison rats. Other than the bosses, the bosses suck. But I did realize, like, Hades, like, calls out bosses to help him out, which kind of sucks, too. So that's one of the reasons he's just been flattening me. But I've gotten him do about, gotten rid of, like, a third of his second form, like, gotten rid of, like, a third of his energy. So I'm going to get there eventually. But, um... I'm at 68 try or 66 tries, and I think that's pretty. That's a lot, but I'm just not that great at this game. That's so. it. That's fine. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention about the about the pumpkin jack game, they actually they count your deaths every time you start dying, and I think I'm at like 30 something already on that game. Yeah, and and it's a similar thing like the messenger where they kind of like poke fun at you and whenever you die, you know they're yeah. they're like like they're like well you know like you can't make an omelet without breaking like 68 eggs. Like they'll, they'll like, it'll count up like how many times you've died and stuff like that. Mm. And they're like, Hey, you know, cause you're like actually working for the devil in the game. And it'll say like, yeah, it's like, well, at least the world was saved like, like 30 times or whatever, you know, they'll, they'll talk about like every time you died like that, which is a fun little thing. Yeah. So. Uh, this, this game definitely does that too. And I'm still seeing like new things from, uh, is it, I'm going to forget his name. The guy, I think it's maybe psyche. I can't remember his name, but he's the guy that you talk to at the 
as soon as you like respawn, he's like waiting there. And he told me the other day, like something completely new. Oh, you got killed by this specific axe in the last level. So I'm still hearing new stuff. But one thing that I know that I must be playing for a while is because people are being a lot shorter with me when I talk to them. Like, <laughs> so, like I'll talk to Achilles and he used to like have like a few things to say to me. And now he'll just be like, don't give up. They'll be like, he'll just say something like that to me. And it'll be different every time, but it'll be like, but it's still a really short yeah. statement. Yeah. It's sort of the so, can response. Uh, well, yeah, they kind of always are, but they still don't really repeat themselves. So you I'm just getting it. a bunch of like, yeah, small responses. But, um, I did actually, uh, talk to a character about starting a relationship. So hopefully I'll be shipped by the next time we talk. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's Megara. She's the first boss you fight. And I, you eventually find out, I don't know. I hope I'm not spoiling anything because I think it's part of mythology, the actual stories, but her and I guess her and the main character used to have a thing before the game starts. So that gets brought up. And I didn't even realize that, that they like had a relationship back in the day and part of their animosity with each other is because that didn't work out. So she's like basically like wanting to date again, but she's not ready yet. Ooh, be I got, careful! I, I, I got to give her more. Um, Get let let her let her come to it on her own. It's no, not no nectar. Question. It's whatever the upgraded nectar is. I don't know why I'm blanking on what it's called now, but it's what you get when you beat. Um, oh, ambrosia! It's what you get when you beat the uh, Theseus and the Minotaur, and I've done that five times now. So I've got like a whole bunch of ambrosia, and so I guess I just got to every time I see her, keep giving her ambrosia, and then eventually she'll be my, in a relationship with me. So that's one of my last big goals other than actually beating the game. Most of my stats are maxed out. Uh, I haven't done all the weapon upgrades, but yeah, I mean, I should have beaten this game by now. I'm just not that good at it, but who cares? I'm going to beat it soon. Yeah. But, but you like, but you like playing it and that's, all that I do love, I love playing it. I we're we're not, we're not judging it. you because you haven't beaten it yet. Either and I a lot of people that, you know, are good at it will still say they played like hundreds of hours of mm. it because, it, because there's still so much more to do after you finish it and all the relationship trees and all the upgrades. And there's, I haven't even started like with the cosmetic things, but you can like change, you know, the environment cosmetically with the money you earn and, I haven't wanted to sink the money in that while I could still upgrade my character. So that's pretty much it though. Other than some of the new stuff that came out this week, it's been a pretty, pretty good week for trying to beat games. And at least I beat one of them. I, I, I do think of you every time I hear like another podcast that I'm listening to where they're like, yeah, I just, you know, I just like put it on and like, just play through it in like 45 minutes now. And everybody's like all bragging about like how good they are at Hades or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure you do. Yeah, I don't know. It's still it's still on my list, and I did feel kind of bad for. I'm like, well, Hades is twenty five dollars, and then I end up spending like twenty five dollars on Pumpkin Jack. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of afraid of Hades because I don't want it to. I have this nice like, uh, I don't know. I have this nice like thing going on where I'm like ha- sort of have the games organized where I'm still, you know, playing certain ones, and I feel like they're still all getting the right amount of time, and I'm afraid if I get Hades, uh, my whole system will get messed up. So. That's why I've kind of just like stuck away, stayed away from it, and I'm still playing, and I'm still playing Ease Origin, of course. But I figured I'd talk about that whenever I beat it. But it's still, it's still fun, and it still feels like Castlevania, like a top-down Castlevania. But yeah, it's it's still basically it's really good as far as like you get stuck on a boss, you go gain a level, you go back fight the boss, you're like way more powerful. So it's makes it's really easy to get past stuff when you get stuck like that on that game, but. I think we should take a break and then we'll talk about John's games and we'll talk about the mini direct as well. 
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! back so john what have you been doing for the week two things one i watched this series on amazon prime called james may our man in japan uh, not necessarily video game related but there was a nintendo mention in there sure for anyone who was interested um that's a minor one so i'll just i'll just spoil it skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't hear it um but he does the the mario kart tour where you actually drive on the streets of japan in the oh cart. god see that's uh you know that's not actually a Nintendo thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they talk about that too. So they make a funny mention about how Nintendo is litigious and this isn't actually do they related also, to that that series that you're thinking about. Do they also yeah. tell do they also tell you about how the residents fucking hate those people? And it's like kind of like a nuisance to the people who live in Japan and you shouldn't actually do it. Like I, I don't know. I have feelings about those Mario Kart about those cart things. Like I need uh, you guys to back up and tell me what this is. <laughs> okay. So it's like a a live you know, you're actually driving a cart around the city in Japan and you're dressed as different characters, which may or may not be from the Mario Kart series. Do they dress up your carts? Like if you're, you know, Yoshi, you're riding in an egg or whatever. No, nothing like that. They're all the same carts. They're all like, that's too bad. Basic go kart that you might find. It, 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 Um, it honestly kind of reminds me of those fucking people in New York that are like dressed as like Spider-Man or whatever in Times Square. Like trying people to people in Chicago right ru- around the segways. I don't know if they still do the, that. Trying trying to sell you their their newest like uh, open mic uh, comedy special that they did. You know, uh, from, from whatever. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Just another like bad tour strap. I don't know. I, I listened to this podcast called Eight Four Play. They they they're localizers who live in Japan and they fucking hate those guys. And they said that they're kind of a nuisance to the 
to like Japan in itself, and they've even been sued directly by Nintendo to where they can't yeah, you they can't use like Mario related costumes anymore. So now well, you can dress Mario up like Car. Yeah, and I don't know if they're even allowed to call it that anymore. But you could see when he was talking on the side of the car, it said something like "not affiliated with Nintendo." Yeah, <laughs> on the car. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, we also uh this it's our uh, year anniversary, our Japan anniversary, as you would call it. The uh, Jess and I, when we got married, we, we spent two weeks in uh, in Japan last year at this time. So, been kind of trying to stay away from Japan stuff because it make it make me extra sad. Number one, that we aren't there right now, and number two, we can't actually it's actually not legal for us to leave the country anyway. So even if we did have the money, we can't go to Japan. So it's kind of a touchy subject. But if and when you're ready, I really recommend the series. It's yeah. only six episodes, and I thought it was great. Um, the other thing that I did this week was I finally got the Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler Bundle, which I've been waiting for for a long time. It was $40 originally, and it was half off this week, so it was only 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, it got, and, got marked down. Like, that was something that was on my list as well, and I guess the main thing I wanted to know from you is, like, how much is on there that isn't already available for free through the Nintendo Switch Online? Because there are, so like, the a Switch lot of... Online- so I didn't actually do a comparison, but from what I remember, the dodgeball game is on Switch Online. Yeah, and I think I think uh, River City Ransom is on there, right? Yeah, River City Ransom, dodgeball. Uh, I think a couple of the ones that only came out in Japan are available on the Japanese version of the Switch eShop. I know, like the weird race one where you go through the different things. I don't know the actual titles of the games, but they're on right, there. Right. I, I know Double Dragon One and Two are on there for sure. I don't think Three is. So I guess it's not that much that's already for free that versus that. Well, so it's 18 games on there, right? And that's 18 with an asterisk, by the way. So I'm going to run down the games. And I'll tell you why it's an asterisk. Um, Double Dragon, Double Dragon 2, Double Dragon 3, Renegade, Super Dodgeball, River City Ransom, Crash and the Boys Street Challenge. That's the NES games. And then on the Famicom, there's Niketsu Renegade Kunio-kun, Niketsu High School Dodgeball Club, Downtown Niketsu Story, uh, Niketsu High School Dodgeball Club Soccer Story, Downtown Niketsu March Super Awesome Field Day, which is like an Olympic events style game, like shot put and swimming. And then there's Downtown Special Kunio Kun's Historical Period Drama, which is basically like uh, Downtown Niketsu Story, but it's set in ancient Japan. There's Go Go Niketsu Hockey Club Slip and Slide Madness, Surprise Niketsu New Records, The Distant Gold Medal. Niketsu Fighting Legend, which is like, well, that was surprising to me. It's like Smash Brothers on the Famicom. It's really fun. Um, there's actually a new one of those on the Switch in the series. It's called uh, River City Melee Mock. Hmm. Kunio Kun's Niketsu Soccer League, Niketsu Street Basketball All Out Dunk Heroes. And the best comparison that I could have to that one is NBA Jam, but it's different uh, from Jam in certain ways. Like there's three hoops on each side. So you can like jump up to the top hoop and then it'll score all three points. Hmm. Now, that might be on just one of the levels that I played, but but that was a difference. So as I said, the description claims that the Famicom games claims the Famicom games were unreleased in North America and that there are 18 games included. That's misleading. So Renegade is Niketsu Renegade Kunio-kun. Same game. Hmm. Super Dodgeball is Niketsu High School Dodgeball Club. River City Ransom is down, Downtown Niketsu Story. Crash and the Boys Street Challenge is Surprise Niketsu New Records Distant Gold Medal. 
So there's actually 14 unique games plus four localizations. Oh, wait, I mm. thought you were being like, surprise, this is what it is. No, that's actually the title. Surprise, Niketsu New Records. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's it, it kind of reminds me of how that uh, that Contra collection was on Switch, where it's like, here's a bunch of Contra games, but a lot of them are kind of like the same game, but released mm-hmm. in different regions, and it's like, okay. I, I yeah. got I got that one, but yeah, a lot of them are the same game, where the, where the characters look different because they will look different in Europe or whatever, but they are the same game. So, Right. And then another one, uh, the two soccer games are practically identical. And this one's interesting, the reason why. Because, so, the first one, Niketsu High School Dodgeball Club Soccer Story. This game was actually ported to the NES as Nintendo World Cup, which is not on this collection. Oh, weird. And so, when they ported it, uh, the high school teams that were in the original game, with Kunio and his friends, uh, they were replaced with international teams. And then the Nintendo World Cup was reported back to the Famicom as the second game in the collection, which is Kudio Kun's Niketsu Soccer League. So that's why. It got ported to America, came back as a different game. And I remember actually playing Nintendo World Cup when I was a kid at my friend's house, and I had a really great time with that game, so I'm glad that I essentially have that game now after all these years. So I did want to point out, too, that actually, if you didn't know, and I didn't know this, turns out that what we know as Renegade is actually the first game in the first River City Ransom, essentially. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because they came over here as two different games, right? So we had Kunio Kun, Niketsu Renegade Kunio Kun. The sequel to that is Downtown Niketsu's Story, right? Which is River City Ransom. Yeah, which is River City Ransom. Yeah, so for whatever reason in America, they split them off into two different series. I guess Renegade didn't really become a series over here. But yeah, that is the, it's from the same series. I never knew all these years, and I had both those games growing up. And then the last thing I wanted to say, oh, so I wanted to highlight some of my favorites, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, these are all really good. Mm. Like, it was easier for me just to say that the one that I didn't like. Uh, the only one that I didn't like was uh, Crashing the Boys Street Challenge slash Surprise Niketsu New Records. I thought that was kind of, like, repetitive, not that great. Is, the rest of them are great. Is that the one where you do the weird race where you go through different things? Yes. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the one that's available on this Japanese Switch Online, which I played around with it, but I it's not in English, so I had no idea what was happening, so I didn't really know what, what I was doing in the game. But I yeah, mean, it's kind it, of confusing yeah. and just repeats itself over and over, so play it for free on, on the online service if you get, want, but get this get this package for the rest of these games because they're all fantastic. Can you play uh can you play like Super Dodgeball like randomly with online with online players? Like if you don't have friends, like can you just jump on the internet and play anybody? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot to mention that. You can play anybody, yep. You can play it all online. Cuz Super Dodgeball is really good. Like that game is still really good, I think. Like I I think it plays really really well and it's a yes. lot of fun and that's I mean that would be a main seller for me. It's like Super Dodgeball online, which you can do kind of in the Switch, in the in the Nintendo, you know, as free through the Switch online, but um, right with your friends. But it's probably, but it's probably better if they like are they able to like throw you into a random bunch of people like how you would in like Super Mario uh, Maker Two, like like like. Well, a couple times when I tried to, to do the online, nobody was on there. Okay, I wonder if that was, but that was the first day that the game was on sale. So I'm wondering if maybe now a couple days later there actually is a couple people playing. Mm. Yeah, because that that'd be a big seller, I think. If if there if there was somewhat of an online community for Super Dodgeball, that game is really really good. So I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah, and some of these games are four player too. Yeah. So that that'd be fun to if you guys get it eventually to jump on and play it. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to mention that um, there's some there's another feature that you like. You mentioned like when you brought the NES Classic to the bar, you'd leave it on idle. 
this has an idle mode, so you can see all the different games played automatically. Yeah, and the um, and the menu, right? Looks yeah. uh, looks similar to the NES. Classic the menu well. looks the same. Yeah, so the menu is uh, that's another thing. The menu is is basically a complete ripoff of the NES Classic menu, mm. like shameless ripoff. It looks the exact same. It's not a problem though. It's real. It's real slick. Yeah. So I mean, why not? You know, <laughs> it works. Yeah. If it ain't broke, steal it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, I'll say it again that I think this is easily one of the best values on the Switch right now for twenty bucks. You get fourteen games, and, only one of which is not that great. And, and all, it's really and, good. And also, it's it's on sale through the second, so it will be on sale still when this when this episode posts. So if anybody's interested in looking at it, it's going to be on sale through Monday, I think. So. So Monday, yeah, because Sunday's the first. Yeah, help you get through all those uh, election woes. Just play some, play some of that, you know. Yeah, you know, in the worst case scenario, it's great to have a bunch of beat 'em ups on the system ready to go. Sure. Third, and you beat a couple of these too, right? Almost. So I'm um, at the end of Renegade. So I did want to talk about that too. I don't know if you ever played through the through the entirety of Renegade. Actually, I'm playing the Kunio Kun version, mm-hmm. not Renegade. The end is like completely unfair. So oh, yeah, you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the end is you're going through the bad guys' headquarters, and it's a maze, right? So like, you'll go to one room, you'll fight two or three guys, whatever, and then the doors open up. There's like three doors you can choose from, sometimes two doors, but it's completely random. And the final boss is somewhere in the building, so you have to just like fight a bunch of guys. Oh no! Guess which door to go into, and guess your way into the the final boss. What's worse is that sometimes one of the doors will actually take you outside the building. So you'll have to start over. <laughs> yeah. And so I've done that. I did that three times before I finally looked it up. I was like, what is wrong with this thing? Like, yeah. why am I not progressing through the level? <laughs> it's broken. And I found out that's the case. It's just terrible design at the end of the game. There's yeah, no hint use- as to what door to go into, anything. I say you can't use a walkthrough for something like that. You're just like, you just got to get lucky. Is there a safe states on it? There's safe states on it. Um, you actually can use a walkthrough because I, I found one that has like it labels. If you're in this room, you're in room A. There's like room A okay. through oh, okay. M yeah, or yeah. whatever, and so it, it lays out the correct path to go. So I'm going to do that eventually. But I just, I just got so frustrated last night I couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. finish it. But I'm enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying Renegade more now than I did as a kid. Sure, and it's largely because of the safe states. That game was really hard. It, does it like, does it does it have a rewind function also or just save states? No rewind, no. Oh, okay, and and also, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, now you've discovered another multiverse. Like a couple episodes, we we're talking about yeah. the uh, the mom hid my game multiverse. Now we have the Kunio Kun multiverse here with all the different games on that. So, and there's also like spinoffs. Like I've, I noticed, like all the games are on sale, and you can like piecemeal these games too. Like if you only wanted to get like. If you want to just get Extreme Beach Volleyball, you can get that, and I think it's on sale for like $3 or something like that through through the right. weekend. So you can buy them single games, as, as specific ones. But also there's like a spinoff on there called uh, Stay Cool Kobayashi-san, A River City Ransom mm-hmm. Story. That's on sale too, yeah. I looked yeah. at that last night. <laughs> yeah, I saw Supposedly that. Supposedly it's like not that great. I think you got 60 on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. So, But also, also there's a River City Girls, which was a way forward game. Which I have actually, but I haven't played as much as I'd hoped to. But it's it's supposedly based on based off of background characters from Kunio Kun, so mm-hmm. they are actually in the world. You know, like it's not made directly by the same company, but it's supposed to be like 
you know, like the side story to the main story of Kunio Kun and all that. And of course, if you like all those games, check out Friends of Ringo Ishikawa because it's heavily influenced by a yep. by River City Ransom and stuff like that. There's even like there was even a manga available online through if you got it through Steam, which I wasn't able to read it because of that. But the guys, the guy's super cool. I feel I follow him on Twitter. He does a bunch of shit, and you know, he's he made a whole comic book as well, and he's really into the characters and all that. So it's worth worth checking out. But you know, I'm glad you like it. Were there are there any ones that you like completed that I can put down on your on your completion list for the year that that you not uh, y- not yet, but but uh, the first one Kunio Kun will be on there. Oh, I thought week. I thought that you completed one of them because it said like at the end it said like to be continued in this game. Oh yeah, so I wasn't counting that because it was one of the sports games. Oh, okay, and um, yeah, so at the end. End of. There was one of the games that I beat where it was a sports game. I think it was no, it it, it was Crashing the Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was Crashing the Boys. That I beat that one, and at the end of it, I thought it was fascinating because it says, "Stay tuned because the hockey game is coming soon." And I'd never seen that in an NES game before, where it teased <laughs> the next game in the series at the end. It's like it's like a Bond movie, you know, or like right. or like the old Kevin Smith movies where it's like uh, Jay and Silent Bob will be back and blah blah blah, you know, like at the end of the movie or in the credits. Right. Yeah, and I didn't count that as a beat because I think I got like fifth place or something. First place is a beat. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, I was curious uh, out of all that. Um, I, I, we talked briefly on the Slack, and we don't need to get into it too much because we got a lot else to cover. But uh, Double Dragon Three, you've been playing that game. That was oh uh, yeah, jeez. That that, that was, game is like. Man, I've always known that game to be like brutally like hard, unfair, just that, like totally broken out of the box. It was like one of my first uh big disappointments in video game form that I remember as a kid because I loved Double Dragon one and two so much and I played a lot of Double Dragon Two with my friends and we loved mm-hmm. it, you know, and then I was so psyched when I found out three came out and we I remember buying it like we like my parents bought it like full price. Mm. And uh, it sucked. <laughs> it was. Did you uh, ever make it off the first level as a kid? I did with Game Genie, like only only with Game Genie cheats. Like I didn't actually do it legitly, but I, I, I yeah. played it with Game Genie to try to get farther into it because yeah, you only have like one life. There is a multiplayer That's in it. there, but it's just like so unforgiving that it's not really all that fun. And I feel like they you- took all the great things out of two and just took them all out. <laughs> and then just so you can't it. you can't even get the multiplayer until I think it's level three. Right, so oh, you have, shit. the multiplayer. The multiplayer is that you you fight a boss and he'll become your your partner, right? So now he's your quote unquote second life. No, but but you can but, use. Uh, I've thought that you could do two players because you can do a move where you like jump kick one guy. Oh yeah, and the other guy like throws the other character. But you don't need. Yeah, to, you can do two players. You, you don't need to unlock that. You could do that from the beginning because I did play that two player, and I think most of my friends that I played it with were just like, "This sucks. Let's go back to playing Double Dragon 2. So it just never really yeah. got that much runtime. But and it was such a shame because, like I said, I was a huge fan, and then three was just like, "Uh, fuck three. I was just so mad because yeah. it was like a brand new game that I got, and I ended up not liking it. And it's and I loved the other two so much that I just felt like, you know, I just was so disappointed by the series because I, yeah, I was I was I was young, but I thought that they would, you know, I was I didn't know anything about disappointment and in, in sequels and all that yet. I guess. <laughs> at that time so it, it taught me about that prepared me for the future of the star wars trilogy and all that stuff so i've been safe stating my way through it and when i say i've been safe stating, i mean like after every landed punch i save state um, wow <laughs> i think I've, I've done it maybe maybe over 200 times yeah so i'm on level did i get to level four i think i got to level four yeah just, i just got the second player mm. 
I remember like using the game genie, but even that being still really hard and still like, you know, getting killed from it. So, yeah. But I think, I think we should move on. Is it, is there anything else you want to say about that, John? Sorry. I'm not trying to cut you off. Buy that game. It's one of the best values on the Switch right now. Yeah. It's still on sale through the second. So yeah, check that out right now. And like I said, all the other ones are as well. Like pretty much everything in that category from that company is on sale. So it's, uh, it's cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, a couple things happened. Uh, well, one thing happened today, but one thing that happened in between episodes, which I want to mention really quick is, uh, Fire Emblem. The original Fire Emblem game is getting a release, uh, trans, fully translated release for the Famicom game. And, uh, it's great. It's like five ninety nine. I already pre preloaded it, which is which is weird because preloads are strange now because they don't charge you for them until like when they come out. So that was kind of weird. But it's um, it's in December, right? Like, do you remember what the actual launch date was on that one? I don't remember the date, but it is December. I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Should I start with this one? This one's going to be difficult if you if you've never played a Fire Emblem game. Uh, it's coming out December fourth. Uh, it's, you can buy it digitally right now for $5.99. Or if you want, there's also a really cool, like, a physical release with it that comes with a bunch of shit, and that's like $50, I think. But interesting thing is you don't actually get a physical, it's a, it's a download code. You don't actually get a cart for the Switch. But yeah, if you've, if you haven't played Fire Emblem or you've only played, like, Fire Emblem Three Houses or Awakening or whatever, this is probably gonna be like a, it's gonna be rude awakening for you because this game is much, diff- much more difficult than any of the other ones. But I'm super intrigued with it. I mean, I played, uh, Fire Emblem is available on the Japanese Switch online, but it's all in Japanese, so you can't really tell what's happening. You know, these games are dialogue heavy and story heavy and all that stuff. So, and also the Super Nintendo one is on there as well. And so, but, but I've played a little bit of it, but I don't really know what's happening. So I'm excited to get into this. And of course, they're adding like a quality of life stuff like save state. And I think there's a rewind function of sorts in there as well. So yeah, cool. Now bring us Mother 3, right? <laughs> I feel like the, the Mother 3 rage like was, was like reignited. Like once everybody mm-hmm. saw this, they're like, wait, but Mother 3 could happen. Ah, you know, like, <laughs> like right after that. Not as bad as when they brought Earthbound Beginnings. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I felt like it, it was like automatically, like right when this was announced, automatically Mother 3 was trending on Twitter. It's like, <laughs> I mean, but that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, wait, maybe there's hope. Maybe we can see it. But no, I, I'm excited about it. The The physical stuff, we don't have to go in, into detail everything that's in there, but there is like a, there is like a, a fake NES cartridge in there that's just really cool. And there's like a, there's like a Nintendo Power uh, magazine poster that that comes with the physical thing and 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 uh, what is it like a 200 page art book like 222 page art book which is hardcover yeah. and yeah it's one of those things like I, I automatically got it digital because I want it but you know for some reason I, I guess any of the pre-orders that were out there are already gone from what I've seen so I was going to say maybe if I can get the physical I'd like to have both but I'm just happy it's there. And I really, and now I want, I want the Super Nintendo Fire Emblems. That's what I really want. Like, that'd be really cool. Like, some of those really, because, you know, Super Nintendo is like one of my favorite systems and especially Super Nintendo RPGs. And I would love to see the Fire Emblem ones that never came out here. That would be so cool. I mean, if this one does well, I wouldn't, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Because then they already do that with another unreleased game on the 3DS. Oh. It was just a remake of two, wasn't it? Oh yeah, but they never really, they never really went on with that. There was just, uh, it was Fire Emblem Echoes: uh, Shadows of Valencia, but then that was the only remake. Like then they did Three Houses after that, which is a completely new game. This but, is not a remake. This is a, yeah, just a translated version of the original ROM, right? Yeah, but still better late than never, I guess. I really enjoyed the trailer that they did with it, where they basically like 
who's Marth and Roy? You know, like it was just a conversation that we had of, uh, around Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Melee. You know, when we yeah. saw those characters added in there and they're like, who the fuck are these guys? Oh yeah, they're <laughs> from Japan. And then it, and then it like transitions into like the new, you know, the, the translating it. And I thought it was going to be something on Nintendo Switch online, but it's cheap. It's $5, you know, it's $6. Like, which this game came go out. Go for it. This came out, game came out less years before Smash Brothers Melee. Mm-hmm. Melee came out before now. Sad. <laughs> yeah, it's. I also want to mention real quick, like between the book and the special packaging and the Nintendo Power Poster, this is evidence that Nintendo could have done <laughs> a much better job on Mario All Stars. It's yeah, it's the total fuck you to all the Mario All Star stuff. But they knew they didn't need to put anything in there, and people would still buy it. But yep, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's yes, it's a fuck you to. <laughs> it's like here's all this stuff that's that's in here, and it's like, uh, but whatever. Yeah, there. Uh, it's too bad. It's like I mean they would never go that far, but I would love it to be an actual NES game that you could put in your system and play it and all that. I saw somebody was doing. A, I think Limited Run was doing a release of a the Mummy Demastered game, which I enjoyed so much when it came out. They have like a Super Nintendo cartridge. That you can get, but it doesn't work. Like if it actually worked and it was a Super Nintendo game, I would totally buy that. Like I would, I would get it just because that's really cool. But maybe the Super Nintendo couldn't couldn't do that at the time. But yeah, no Fire Emblem, get it. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun to play. But let's jump into the mini here. Yeah, there was a mini earlier today. Uh, I was I watched it while I was waiting in the hosp in in the hospital parking lot. My wife is fine, by the way. She got she got checked and everything. Okay, good. good. Jess is all good. We were super nervous about it, but everything is fine. It's all good. Nothing there. All good. But uh, yeah, I watched it in the in the parking lot, and man, there was a lot of really cool shit on it. I think this is probably one of my favorite of the uh, direct minis, and it's the final one of the year, or the partner showcase is what they say at the beginning. So who knows? We might get another official direct, even though I wouldn't put money on it. But it was interesting that they specifically say partner showcase there. But I thought so too. Yeah, let's let's uh, run let's run through it really quick here. Um, First off the bat, so so there were like a couple um, rumors in here, like Jeremy mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, I saw people talking about the demo, the uh, hybrid, the, the whatever, yeah. Hyrule Warriors demo. I saw rumors about that. And I also saw somebody post about the um, about uh, Bravely Default 2 being moved in, in the uh, eShop to like pre-purchase, but not having the pre-purchase available yet. So somebody noticed that right before it dropped as well, like a couple hours before. But yeah, nine o'clock, it's like a twenty minute direct mini. But yeah, right off the bat, uh Bravely Default has a release date now. It's coming out in February. It's making uh the beginning of twenty twenty one being super loaded with a lot of awesome games. I'm mm-hmm. really excited about it. But yeah, they they basically just went through it, uh showed some of the new classes that are in there. Uh, there's the gambler, there's the vanguard, there's the bard, there's the beast ma- beastmaster. Beastmaster kind of reminded me a lot of the beastmaster from uh, Octopath Traveler. Isn't that like a similar oh, right. thing in that where you like throw the net out and collect all the characters mm-hmm. and all that? But yeah, Bravely Default. I like Bravely Default better than I like Octopath, so I'm excited to play that game. I feel like it had more options, like more tweaking. Like you can turn off all the all of the random encounters whenever you're in a dungeon and all that stuff. So. It's yeah, it's cool, and it has a release date. You can pre-order it now. It's on the eShop, all that stuff. They they said they got twenty thousand replies, like on the on the demo. Mostly everybody saying it's too hard, which uh, it was incredibly hard. I wasn't able to beat the demo just because of that, because of the difficulty. So, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super into this one. Are you anybody interested in Bravely Default Two? Maybe I thought you I'm might be. Wait, into I'm it, gonna Jeremy. wait to see. Yeah, yeah, 
I'd wait to see some like reviews or some impressions because I played the uh, free demo of the first one or not even that, whatever the the first thing was where they were also did the feedback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I played that and I really liked it, but I just never played it anymore after that. Yeah. And Octopath, I, I just don't ever want to go back to that game. Well, it, it's much better than Octopath. Like some people, a uh, friend of the show, listener, uh, Jesse Folks, he always would talk about that, uh, that he said that, that uh, Octopath couldn't hold a candle to uh, to Bravely Default. So, you know, he's praised that game up and down. And it's, it's, it's weird because there were actually two Bravely Defaults on, on 3DS, but this is the actual two. There was Bravely Default and Bravely Second, and this is the real two. So, whatever, you know, weird, weird titles and all that. I thought it was funny that it takes place in a, a world called Excellent, but spelled differently. <laughs> Ex- excellent. But yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Um, definitely interested in getting it. Uh, Story of Seasons, uh, Harvest Moon spinoff, same same creator of Harvest Moon, but made a different thing, right? They have an right. official le- release date for that. I know your brother's really into it. He's mentioned it a couple times yeah. to the show. The so, Harvest Moon specifically, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Story of Seasons had a new trailer, like more, you know, uh, look kind of look like Stardew Valley, but you can do like a spin attack with your axe and knock down multiple trees at once. So yeah. that's cool. <laughs> Maybe. I might be interested in this, but yeah, it, it looks cool. I mean, I thought it looked nice. I like the art style, you know, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like the Pokemon, uh, a graphical style, which we haven't even mentioned that. I guess you haven't touched that yet, Jeremy, but, uh, crown tundra is out now. Like the other, the other DLC thing. Well, I haven't Poke- paid for it for, Oh, I thought, I thought you bought both of them. I thought they came. I only bought, I only bought, uh, Isle of Armor. I thought you got both for 30. Do you not? Maybe you do. I, I thought you got both of them as one package. I, I didn't think they were sold separately. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, but yeah, there. Count. I've heard a lot of good things of Crown Tundra. Actually, I for, did uh, re-download Pokemon. It's on my Switch. Yeah, so that's still on my list of games that I hope to play and buy the DLC maybe before the end of the year. But yeah, Story of Seasons looked really cool. Uh, March twenty third of next year. So another thing to the slate. I don't know if I'll necessarily get this one, but it looks neat for people who like that. I mean, there's so many mar- farming games on the Switch now that it's kind of just like. You know, I'm already planning pumpkins and stuff on Animal Crossing. Do I really need this? I don't. I don't think I do. Speaking of things I don't need, uh, there's there's this game called uh, Surviving the Aftermath that's coming out. I have no idea what this means, but I did think it was kind of funny. You know, in the time that we live in, 2020, with a game called Surviving the Aftermath is releasing, like, uh, you know, it's it's coming out. I'm like that 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 feels like what December is probably going to be for all of us. In 2020, I don't think I need a game to to play that to experience it. I'm already going to be we're going to live it. Yeah, I'm already going to be living the surviving the auto, the aftermath on here. But I don't know. It look it looked kind of like a what it what is those um, civilization that kind of reminded me kind of like it one does. Of those it kind of looks like looked. you combine that with like the the Fallout aesthetic or I, I get, there's just so many post apocalyptic games. I mean, it's mm. like its own genre. It looks cool. I don't know. I was I was a little intrigued. It's very. It's not very cheerful looking, and I so, sometimes that's enough to turn me off. <laughs> well, in, 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 yeah, in the time that we're living now, maybe we don't necessarily need to like look at the uh, post-apocalyptic stuff like that. It doesn't necessarily bother me. I guess I just beat Resident Evil Revelations, which is well, and, uh, all about viruses and such, and that didn't really bother me. But I don't. I love Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild's a post-apocalyptic game. Sure. Yeah, I guess I it depends on the way it's portrayed and the way the game style is. But speaking of Breath of the Wild. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, the, the our newest uh, Breath of the Wild lookalike on the Switch. 
Made by Ubisoft. Made by Ubisoft. Yeah. Published by them or made by them? I'm not sure. But does does your interest in this is this uh did it spark because of like how much you've been interested in Greek mythology lately, Jeremy? Just because this is the same. That's exactly what I have in my notes. Yeah. Because uh, not only do you know I've been really into Hades, but I did buy a book about it as I mentioned last week. That came this week in the mail. So I have a mythology book I can read in my free time next to the, the fireplace that I don't have. And uh, <laughs> cat, cat sitting on my lap reading about Get. how many times Zeus tricked women into having sex with him and Ugh. cool stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's basically all of mythology or like, all the stories of the gods is just how big pieces of shit they were and how they like trick people into like doing their whims if they weren't doing them already. This is a- it's good storytelling. It's like the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I like that show. I did, I haven't read the comic, but I did like the show. I was going to say, like, speaking of comic stuff, uh, more recently in the Wonder Woman story, like, she's actually a daughter of Zeus now. If you read any of the new 52 Wonder Woman stuff, she's no longer just, like, made out of clay and all that stuff. So he did a similar thing to her to her mom, like, tricked her into Just like uh, the- sleeping with Athena. Um, no, it's not Athena, is it? Oh, maybe it is Athena. Yeah, it is. Athena is the one that sprang out of Zeus's head. And so did Ares. Ares is also similar, like just popped out of Zeus's body in some weird, weird way. Mm. But uh, yeah, Immortal Phoenix Rising. It's a uh, yeah Ubisoft. It looks if you were looking at it at the side of your eye, like you might think it's Breath of the Wild. Yep. There were there were a couple of shots that I'm Even like the menus looks like really really like. There's one where he's like fighting this big like troll thing, and it kind of looks like a Hinox. And I'm like I mean, oh, it looks, looks exactly like they were like Breath of the Wild's a huge success. We have to make a game like that, and they just like freaking made it like that we're see, yeah, we're i looked that. at the price the price was like full price game 60 like, right right i'm like uh, but let's see what happens let's see some impressions when it comes out yeah yeah i mean it looks it could be cool yeah it looks all right you it's can got a bunch of weird enemies in it that you gotta kill <laughs> you, you can climb you can climb walls like you have like wings and you can float like like this like the sail and uh-huh. You know, and and there's like three main weapons that you can change between, like between like an axe and sword and and a bow and arrow and all that. So that's cool, you know. Like, uh, I would imagine some people would not want to get the game because of like they're boycotting Ubisoft or whatever. Yeah, they still like that. They're still like scandal. Still don't like them. Yeah, in the Ubisoft circles. Um, but I think it looks cool. I mean, as far as like grand looking adventure games that aren't RPGs. Is is there? I was I, I couldn't I couldn't tell. Like I watched the the direct twice before we did this, but uh, I couldn't tell if there was a level up in that or not. I thought for a second that maybe it showed that you were leveling up, but I guess not. Right? It's only I like through uh, it it's only through the equipment that you use, or, or you do level up. I thought it did. Maybe I only yeah. watched the video at one, the one time. Yeah. No, I th- I thought that there was possibly a level up in there. So it is like an it looks could be considered an action RPG and all that. But it's coming out December third. So it's pretty much around the corner. Is that a Switch exclusive or is that a multi-platform? It's got to be multi-platform. I think it's multi-platform. It's multi. Yeah. Is it Ubisoft? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they'll do a demo or something. I don't know. It's not really high on my list, but like I said, you know, reviews and such. As it's, far as like not just a directly like a JRPG or something that I'd like to play, that's like the action adventures, you know. That's mm-hmm. there's not really a whole lot on the horizon as far as that's concerned, so. Yeah. For that reason alone it might you know, might get a buy from me. Well, don't forget. I mean, there's that. I forget what it's called, but there's that free to play RPG one that's also like a 
like that's also like a Breath of the Wild knockoff. I, I really want to play that one. That's supposed to come to Switch Genshin at some Impact. point. Genshin Impact, yeah. And then there's like Oceanhorn Two, like that's another one. <laughs> and then there's a that's like a I mean that's like a spinoff of that looks like a Breath of the Wild game. And there's like a what is it Logos something. That one's on sale too. Like there's another Breath of the Wild game. So we've already got like five Breath of the Wild like knockoffs on the Switch coming out. So I still need to go back and beat Mulaka. I only it, got like two thirds of the way through that. <laughs> is Mulaka Breath of the Wild game? No, but it was like the closest thing to it, to it when it came out because oh. there weren't many games on the Switch. I liked Mulaka. It was glitchy as hell, but I had fun with that game and I did and I did beat it in a couple of uh, Twitch sessions. But yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, so, th- so then after that, they do like a real, uh, like a, you know, um, sizzle reel where, uh, Bakugan is coming out next week in case you forgot about it. I sure did. But, uh, that, uh, that, uh, Pokemon style anime game is supposed to be good still. I don't know. Well, that was the one where like, they made the big announcement. Like we're making yep. a- Yeah. Everybody thought it was. Current IP. Yeah. We got Bakugan. Everybody, everybody thought it was, they're like, oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be this. And then it was Bakugan and they're like, okay. But that doesn't mean it's a bad game. I just. I don't know. I don't care. I have I have Pokemon DLC to play if I really want to play something with giant monsters and all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, it's still coming out in case you forgot. Uh, Griftlands that looked cool. It had a really cool art style. It's like I guess it's about uh, grifting people and conversation stories and stuff. I really like the way the people were animated and their characters and all that in there. Oh right, and they made some deal about you have to have debating skills or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a your um role for for debating like in uh. D and D Dungeon Dragon stuff, uh, Tropico. It's where you're El Presidente, and I don't know. It looks like a civilization civilization style game again. I guess that one don't really need to say anything about. It's coming out next week as well. But the well, probably one of the biggest surprises, which I couldn't believe, just because we had never really heard any talk about it, aside yeah. from the Resident Evil Seven game that you could get through the Japanese eShop, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, cloud based, a couple cloud based games. One of them would release today. But yeah, it's basically like uh, the Switch running like PlayStation 4 level graphics somewhat through a strong internet, which is, I had never heard anything about. And they showed, back to back, they show a video of Hitman 3 and then uh, fucking Control, which came out today. And it's out. And I played it, I was able to play it in the parking lot somewhat. Demo. For like two, for like two hours until I ran, until, until the signal went down and then my character was just spinning around in circles and it was just saying has no internet. And I captured that and put it on Twitter because I thought it was hilarious. So check that out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm super intrigued by this. Uh, control had like, was praised so much. A friend of the show, Janet, uh, she pushed it to be game of the year at IGN. You know, I know she was behind some of that and I, and it's people have compared it to Twin Peaks and it's like, a and it's like a you know um, telekinetic action game, and I, I that's I love that. All of that is like straight in my alley. So, I'm I feel like I'll probably be the ambassador for this game. I'm ready to just like pay for it and just play it and see how it goes. Because it's and, yeah. and of course we have, we should mention the details of it. There's so you download this like 90 megabyte thing, and mm-hmm. you get to play it, and um, and you guess you get to play it for a bit, and then at one point you'll have to buy like a pass, which is like thirty nine ninety nine. And that'll let you play the rest of the game, but at least it lets you test it to see mm-hmm. like whether it can play or not. So right, you know, there's it even says that in the yeah. demo, right? It's like play this to see if it works with your internet. Um, yeah, which it seemed cool. to work okay with mine. I selected a uh, because there's either you can choose like performance or graphics, which whichever you want to focus on. And I chose oh, okay. graphics, yeah, because I wanted to see uh, like what this could push out. And I mean, it looked really good. It looked a little 
grainy, maybe mm. not even blurry, but like grainy, like you know, like a streaming video that's not super HD. So even though like the character models were super detailed and almost creepily realistic, it still had this kind of like grainy look to it that kind of gave away the fact that it's not natively running on the hardware. Sure. I, I played mine only in handheld, so I couldn't really tell. I couldn't really say much to that. But from play, from just playing it off of like an Xfinity Wi-Fi signal that I had just randomly capt- connected to in the wild, it was playing a lot better than I thought it would. But still, yeah. I'm I'm really interested in trying it out. Yeah, I was curious how you were playing that. I thought you were maybe doing it with your phone as a hotspot. No, um, I, I actually was going to try to use my phone as a hotspot, but it automatically connected to just the yeah. random Xfinity Wi-Fi that I it'll my switch will randomly connect to it if there's mm-hmm. any signal from it. So that's kind of it had like two bars, and that's what I was running off of. But well, that's pretty nice. but yeah, that's, that's awesome control, like out of nowhere. Yeah, I have like, yeah. no clue what's going on in the game. I just booted it up to see if it would work, and like walked around a little bit. But while it was like the opening cinematics or whatever. I really wasn't paying attention. So I don't even know what the point of this game is other than you're going into a building and you're walking around it. Mm. So I I don't know the first thing about it, but I'm going to boot it up again. It told me I was out of time, even though I only played for like 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah. I was wondering how, how long the demo is. So I'm going to go back and see if it'll let me play more. If it doesn't, then screw it. Mm. I'll just download it on my Japanese account and try again. All right, so yeah, that's out. I'll definitely get into it tonight. I want to play it, play it for a while. Uh, big Nelson thing. Nelson House Hitman Three. I was really excited about that one. Oh like, yeah, I, I gasped out loud because I, I I've been it. wanting a Hitman game on the Switch. Yeah, and there you go. So, but so my my my, my reaction went like it was like <gasps> gasped out. Like, yes, Hitman Three, Hitman Three, and then at the end, Hitman Three Cloud. I'm like, buh. Yeah, you know, okay, with reservations. I'm excited with reservations. I, I'm really interested because Resident Evil Seven. Like, I got it from the Japanese eShop and you can actually change it to English, but it doesn't run well at all. Like none of it would run for more than like a minute or two. So it just basically would crap out on me. So, so there you go. But main, main thing for this, uh, no more heroes three, more details on that. Just like some more weird cutscenes that don't make any sense, but I'd love it. I love no more heroes. So I'm super into it. But the great thing is no more heroes one and two announced today. They released today for $20. They're on sale for like 20% off through, uh, November 14th. So you can go get that. And uh, I think I'm probably going to get No More Heroes 1 because I don't have that one. I sold it like way back when and I don't have it in any way, shape, or form. So I'll probably get it again. Uh, no More Heroes 2 I just recently played through on Wii. So, I mean, it's pretty fresh in my mind. I don't know if I necessarily need to get that one again. But I hope that the game that the game lets you do the motion controls because I do think they actually work really well on that game. You only do it like when you cut somebody's head off, but it does feel good to just, you know, to just like swipe and have their head like come off and there's blood and money that comes out of it. I don't know if if you guys played any of those No More Heroes games, but they were just super over the top and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about it. Travis Touchdown has Into returned it. to the Switch. So I'll probably end up getting one. I, I think, I mean, who knows? Maybe I want to play around with uh, Control tonight. Maybe I'll end up getting Control and No More Heroes and, and the one after this I thought about getting as well. Because uh, Part-Time UFO is out. This is actually was a cell phone-only game from HAL, from HAL Laboratory, the guys who made Kirby and Super Smash Brothers. You talked about this a while ago. Yeah, it came out like three or four years ago, and I bought it for my for my phone and it's awesome. It's really, really good. The soundtrack is awesome. I, I would get it just because I'd love to play it with an actual controller. It is kind of hard to play on a touchscreen on your phone, but the game was so super charming that I was fine with that. But yeah, you're like a UFO. You look for jobs. Like you go, you know, you check the paper, 
you 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 know it's basically like working freelance as a UFO, and you have to like stack different things. Like you go to restaurants and you stack food, or like you help people fish, like get fish out of the water. You stack cheerleaders, like, and there's like little little like achievements based on every level where it's like, well, try it this way this time, or try to do it in this amount of time, and and you can unlock like different costumes that actually give you different abilities depending on what they are. Like they'll make you like move faster, or like be able to like, or your or the claw will like grip harder and like stuff. It's it's cool. There's like all this different stuff to do in the game and it's i super recommend it like i had a lot a lot of fun with it on on the on the phone and it's only like nine dollars but it's super charming the soundtrack is really good too so i mean i say go for it anybody who's interested in it i'm thinking about double dipping on it just because i didn't fully complete all the stuff on my phone and i'd like to play it with a better control system because it was kind of hard to do with the touchscreen but i highly recommend it also, Hyrule Warriors got a demo. I didn't have enough time to play it. I don't know if you guys want to talk about your impressions on it really quick, and then we'll be done. I played it real, real quick. Um, yeah, I'm still more excited for this game. I think it it lives up to my expectations so far. I thought the controls were a little loose at first, but then I realized what was bothering me. Uh, the camera controls were actually a little bit loose. So I went in there, and you can slow down the camera. Um, now it feels more accurate when you're tilting left, right, up, down. Mm. It'll feel, feel, it'll feel better. Yeah, I, I like it. There's definitely more um, Breath of the Wild in there versus what I've played of the other Musou games. Yeah, it, like you can jump off the cliff and use the parasail and all that stuff. Mm. Oh, so, so, you, so you can use the sail in it, right? That's the main thing. You I'm can, you can. So, you, um, so far I've found that you're using it mostly like for, for combat stuff, not so much for like mm. exploration. And I got to one point where I did, there's a big chasm and there's across the way, there's the other end of the bridge that's broken mm-hmm. and it says, it implores you to jump. So I'm, I've tried three times now to jump across the chasm, but I, I'm unable to activate the, the parasail until I'm like near the, the bottom. Like I think you're supposed to jump down to the bottom and then use the parasail for a safe landing. Mm. I'm not sure if you can actually sail all the way like across. Oh, okay. So if it feels like it's in there, but there's a little bit of a limitation to it. It feels weird that you can't climb things that you can't like, obviously the, you can't jump either. Like just as natively as a button, but obviously you're playing a different game and very quickly it feels that way, even though you're in a familiar place with familiar enemies, like there's a lot of gating. There's a lot of like narrow paths that. Oh yeah. And other like visible like, walls. Little, like, yeah. I did find one invisible wall. Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, it's definitely, you're going to run into that. It's not going to be like the fully explorable thing like you would think from Breath of the Wild. But we'll we'll have more impressions on it next week. Yeah, yeah. So far, I'm kind of meh about it, but I am going to try to at least get all the way through the demo and see how I feel. I do like the the little baby Yoda of the series, I guess, if you want to call him that. The little little mini alien that's like... Obviously, a, a little BB-8, a, yeah, a plot thread for the whole thing, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to play around with it. I'll definitely play with it tonight. But yeah, uh, I think uh, you guys need to go, so we'll wrap it up here. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good direct, good mini direct. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's uh, it was there anything in that that we mentioned that intrigues you, Ryan, from from what we were going through there? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just gonna breeze by it real quick. Uh, you blew right through it, man. Tropico has been my jam since that game since oh, number shit. three. Oh shit! I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah, no, it's a lot of what fun. It's just a really stupid version of SimCity where you're like playing a Banana Republic, so you get to enact all these stupid laws about like you know, like I I want my people to have limited food. You're just playing like a dictator. It's ridiculous, but it's oh, okay. a lot. Of, it's very tongue in cheek. 
and it's a lot of fun. And uh, I've been holding off on buying the sixth installation, so it's fun that it'll be coming to Switch. I'll finally pick it up. Yeah, it's coming out soon too, right? It's like coming out like next week, like the sixth. Yeah, so. I don't know how they do it. I love that after Nintendo Direct, they're like, oh yeah, sweet new games coming out like today, next week, in yeah. two weeks. Yeah, you know, they avoid like the hype cycle that so many companies do. Like, hey, speaking of hype cycle, Cyberpunk, look, we're going to oh, yeah. come out with this game in three years. Oh, wait, we're going to come out with yeah. it in another six months. Oh, wait, another two weeks later. But I, I can't. No more delays, guys. Oh, wait a minute. I want to take that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. I would rather them <laughs> delay it another two weeks than release a broken game and like make me pay $80 to beta test it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much exactly what you say there. I, I that that's been a thing for Nintendo for a while, where it's like uh, you know, E three PlayStation will be like, here's this thing, be out in five years, and a lot of Nintendo would just wait and it'd be like, oh, here's this, it'll be out next month, and it's like, what? Uh, that's that's Great. awesome. I love that. I don't like way better. It sucks to have to. I mean, I know we've been waiting a while for Breath of the Wild too. Like there is that as well, but yeah, these that was always my favorite thing about these directs was the shadow drops, where it was just like, oh yeah, it's out now. Like today when I was watching it in the car, I was like, what? What the fuck? Whoa. Because like, there were like four things in a row that I want that I wanted that all came out today, so it's like shit. I was like, wow, okay, cool. Twelve hours ago, you didn't even know the podcast recording canceled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this has been our episode. This has been episode two hundred and forty-three. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Ryan. It was nice to talk to you yeah. again. Yeah, rock and roll. Thanks for having yeah, me. Man. Yeah, no problem, dude. Uh, it, uh, it's t- it took a minute for us to work it out, but we did finally. So yeah, and you know, feel free. Uh, don't you know? Don't be a stranger. Let us know if you ever want to talk about anything in the future. We're always looking for guests for future stuff. And you Absolutely. know, same thing with uh, you know, if you get after the hype stuff, I'd love to ha- help out with editing on that in the future. You know, I don't know. I haven't heard from brian lately about that but you know if anything happens let me know yeah i guess he's been too busy editing to tell us uh, to ask if he needs help yeah so that's fine help him edit but uh yeah hopefully next time i'm on i won't be in the middle of like a big move and i'll have actually played some video games lately and Uh can talk about that i'll look forward to it no sure i mean yeah i think you said plenty is is there is there anywhere that uh you want to tell the listeners to find you like as far as like uh, social media or anything like that um, if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, I'm at, at Audio Adventures, one word, but I'm going to pimp uh, the After the Hype Network, ATHpod.com. You can check out the show. I'm currently editing Damage Boost there, uh, all about video games. Mm-hmm. After the Hype is still doing some sort of iteration about uh, movies. And I think my favorite podcast on there is Demon Days. It's like a live playthrough of a yeah, Dungeons the, and Dragons game. Yeah, yeah, that's those are always cool. And uh, uh, speaking of damage boost, uh, Brock has been on our show before, and we I've actually mm-hmm. been on his show a couple a couple times as well. So yeah, 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 definitely check out check that out and check out our damage boost episode. I think we did one with him when uh, Super Mario Maker Two came out. So. If you look Sounds that right. up, you will you will find you will find that. And uh, Jess and I, we we just recently did a yeah an episode about Yoshi with him like a couple weeks ago. So yeah, so he's he's a good guy. And yeah, after the hype, all the stuff has been great on there. You guys have you guys have done uh, got I've got good guest stuff from you, and of course you know you guys have introduced me to a bunch of other podcasts as well. So it's been cool to be you know pot, regular friends and podcast friends as well and, oh and all God. that stuff. And if, and if you want to find more of our episodes, of course, uh, go to nintendomainpodcast.com or you can find our videos at youtube.com slash nintendomainpodcast, uh, twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. I stream late on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Uh, I was going to try to do some sort of Halloween thing this weekend. Uh, I bought this rubber mask of, uh, of the, 
uh, robot man from a uh, from Doom Patrol because he's like my favorite character, and uh, and I already have a leather jacket and I was just going to wear that as my costume. I tried playing uh, Project Warlock with that last week and it gets really hot after an hour, so who knows how long I'll wear that mask <laughs> for? But I was planning on w- wearing it and doing like a WRT Radio Halloween based episode and something like that. So check that out at 2 a.m. on Saturdays on twitch.tv slash Podcast, And, uh, you know, if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, for only a dollar a month, you can hear all of our bonus shows. We have o- over 20 episodes on there. Uh, we'll have a new one out soon as well. And actually, the other show that I do, How Is It Now?, where Jess and I talk about older movies and how they've aged, we actually have a Patreon-exclusive episode for that as well coming out this this month. So if you want to hear... You get two exclusive episodes for the price of one for $1. You can support us there at patreon.com. And of course, if you want to see like the unedited videos of us, that's at the $5 level. And then there's other prizes above that physical uh, perler beads and uh, cross stitches and such like that that you can get if you want to support us. But yeah, we we have been your hosts. Uh, I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And a special guest, Ryan James. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We will uh, see you next week. See you. Thanks for having me. Bye.